Bears country. Where is it? Get out with DCT! BCP tonight. How are you guys doing tonight? What's happening? Great. How are you, bud? Right. We've got fantastic brothers. We have got some of the usual suspects back, and we have some new guests tonight: Miss Shay and Mister Glob Dabalina. You guys know these people from Twitter. Come on, everyone knows these guys from Twitter. These ladies and gentlemen from Twitter. Yes. It is so great to have you guys on as new guests tonight. Let's go, Foster. Great to be here. PJ, Glob, Shay, Matt. How are you? Thanks for having or thanks for coming on the show tonight, man. It's 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 great to have you guys on the show. Thanks, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Bam, bam, welcome to come a long time. Thanks for the invite. Shout out to you, Foster. You know I follow follow Foster on Twitter. Glob, that's my guy. Follow Bob on Twitter. Bob did my introduction for my new YouTube channel, Queen of the North. So check that out. That'll be coming this season. Thanks to Swift Sports for giving me that. That, oh, that yeah. <clears throat> to want to go and do that. I've been following Swift Sports since they started last year. Mm -hmm. uh, Bears Country. I've been following y'all since uh, Foster introduced introduced me to you guys. So. Shout out to you guys. Let's get it. Thank you. Man, I can't wait to see what you do when you get your YouTube channel going up. Man. That'd man. be awesome. I'm Yo, very she's going to kill it. Very opinionated. Absolutely. That's going to be awesome. You've already got volunteer guests, too. There's a bunch of them right here on this <laughs> show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll make sure I invite y'all on first, for sure. Thank you. Representation. Nice. There you go. I would take that north. The North. Cross so uh, never give it back. Never give it back. You said it. Um, you know it. Th this Foster was kind of telling me about your love for Dieter Isolin, Shay, and um, we kind of just wanted to make this show all about Dieter. Okay. Okay. You know, in a way, and not entirely about Dieter, but we wanted to like make him the focus. He's the center of attention for the show. Okay. So I guess. Before I before I I guess go into that maybe I should just announce the or just do this. Foster, you got to stop putting up chat when that when I do that. <laughs> so, I mean. Dieter Iceland, we were talking about this during the draft, guys. And everyone kept saying, when are we going to draft a center? Who's there at center? We need to draft a center. We kept saying, I don't know, man. Maybe there's something there with Dieter Iceland. And it's they know it. it. So preach it. Preach it, Shay. Okay, so the secret weapon. So 
pretty much in the preseason, we all know preseason don't matter, right? But you see a lot of guys get a lot of run and they show potential. And just from that potential, a lot of fans get excited, want to see them more so in the season. So Dieter Iceland and uh, Jack Sanborn, those were the two guys from preseason to start of the season I wanted to see. For some reason, we didn't see them, even though Lucas Patrick was injured. You know, it was a lot of opportunity for Dieter to get in. Now, but when you think about it, Dieter still played 11 games, but he started zero games. Now, I asked myself that question. Even toward the end of the season, it was opportunities for him to start. Mm -hmm. So why did Ryan Pose not play him more? I think he didn't want to show his hand because when I saw Dieter play against certain teams, Philly, the Jets, I saw some things. I'm just like, this young dude is, he's athletic. He's stout. You're not getting past him. He holds the line of scrimmage, you know, for Justin to be able to stand in the pocket, you're going to need someone like Dieter Eisen. You saw him play in the games where Justin didn't play, where Trevor Simeon played as a, as a starter. Mm-hmm. So I, ju- I just think, I just think, and I, don't get me wrong, I know Cody Whitehair, you got an all-pro center, no disrespect to Cody Whitehair. I think from where Ryan Poles is showing where he's trying to go with the young, the athletic, the hits principle, I like Dieter. I really do. I think he's a secret weapon. I don't know if he's going to be the starting center. I give him a swing tackle position like they gave uh, um, what is the gentleman we just released? Uh, Alec. Alec. Oh, geez. Somebody help me out here. No, no. The, uh, Alex? From the previous, not last no, year, but no, the year before. We just released them. Everybody hated Sam Mustafer. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I already Mustafer. forgot about him. Yeah, Sam was pretty much a swing tackle. He you we utilized him for several positions. This is what Dieter's gonna be able to do. Now, will he be the starting center? I don't know, but he's gonna be a value to this team. And I think Ryan Pose did not want to show too much of what Dieter could do because he didn't want nobody to come get him. I think it could be on something with that. I makes I sense. Disagree. I disagree okay. because I think, although I'm a fan of Dieter Iceland as well, I think he's like you mentioned, he's stout. He has the measurables being six foot four, 320 pounds. I I love the size that he brings to the position. I think his pitfall may be not being able to give the line calls as of yet. The lack Mm. of experience because he played for, he played at Yale. Mm. So he doesn't have a lot of big game experience. And mm-hmm. I think he played guard while while he was there. Right. So maybe he doesn't know how to give the line calls. And then Justin being a young quarterback, mm-hmm. he's not able to give those line calls as well. So that's why they didn't probably put him in there. But I think I moving forward, that. I think moving forward that he would be a good option at center because of his intangibles, but he just got to learn to do those line calls, my opinion. Yeah. I understand that. Now, now hear my point of view for that. Now remember, this is Dieter. Third year. This will be his third season with the Bears. Now, we had him before last season, all season. 
So he was learning the playbook. He was learning the calls then. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to the game against Cleveland. Dieter didn't play in that game. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when, when, when Justin Fields was blindsided? You mm-hmm. remember how, vet, how many veteran linemen was on that field? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I call bullshit with things like that when coaches don't give these <clears throat> young guys opportunities for things mm-hmm. like that when the, the older guys are so to be reckless with. I think yeah. young man needs an opportunity and when he gets that opportunity, if we don't give it to him, it doesn't matter if it's the Bears or not. Right. I think Dieter Iceland, when he gets the opportunity, he's going to be one of the top linemen in the league. And I see this that is, in him. And I saw that is, in the preseason with him and Tev together. And I wish, I just want to see him and Tev and Dar- Darnell Wright. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> I don't even remember. She, 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 she kind of went on. Out of my brain. And, and anyhow, I, I don't. I don't know, man. You know, the way that I look at last season, you got your young quarterback back there. He's your your number one commodity. You want to protect him. And that being said, if you've got if you've got something on that offensive line, you play it. You pre- you protect that kid. Like even in even in that game that you're talking about, that Cleveland game, if they pulled a rookie out in that game and that under under that situation. I think we all would have shit a monkey. Like we have like, oh shit. Yeah. They're they're resorting to like third third Those string offensive linemen now. You know what I'm saying? Like I would I would have lost my shit. They can't protect the kid. And now they're bringing out the third string, the, the rookie. Damn, we're right. in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Right. Good luck, Justin, right? Well, but you know, let's like, go to I, the I'm stats, not trying to take though. anything. Let's go to the stats. Dieter is the only offensive lineman that didn't get uh allowed a quarterback sack or hit none that's in 11 games play, every though. snap not one the that's because he didn't play though but then, right yeah I can't, you know I, I i give the kid as much respect as i can and i really hope the best for him i hope he i hope he i hope he's able to make a way through the two guys in front of him and the worry there you know if we're talking about Dieter Iceland the worry there is that's where the money on the offensive line is Right, so they're paying. They just they just threw a bunch of cash at um, at, at Cody White here. He just got he just got his bonus. Um, Lucas Patrick, he ain't going anywhere. It was a problem with his hand, so hopefully his hands healed up. They've got two guys that they're actively paying right now in front of Dieter. I just don't see it. I hope to see it so that next year we can flush both of those guys up, free up the cap space, and run with a young rookie who is now three and a half years in and hopefully knows the system and has proven something like that would be ideal, but to her, he got to her. make his way through two guys who are getting paid. I'm going to say in and around $18 million. Yeah. But to her point, to her point though, he's a young ascending player that it, maybe he, he was having a little bit of a hard time with the center position. So they were playing him at guard and then they put him in, there was a moment in the Cowboys game, a three-play series play where Dieter, if you had a tape, play the tape. Yeah, Dieter Iselin was in here, and all of a sudden, Trevor Simeon was in the game. Exactly. And he, Coach Flus, was asked after the game about this, and he said, "Well, we wanted to look at a couple offensive linemen, so we thought we would. No, oh, let's take a look at Trevor too." So, I mean, 
there was only one offensive lineman in this game that was different, and that was Dieter at center. And before he had been playing guard. So it just might have been something they were trying to – I don't know. I, maybe it is. there is something to – the reason why they did not draft a center, because when you look at this kid, he 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 doesn't he just shoved that guy out of the way at the end. He, he has that that tenacity that pulls like mm-hmm. like. That kind of just told you what the reason yards. why they didn't draft a center was. It's because they already had eighteen plus million dollars tied to the center. Position. I don't think That's Lucas why they Patrick will be on the. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna make a bold prediction. I do not think Lucas Patrick will be on the roster the start of this season. He's, there's no way he's going anywhere. He's I, already I guarantee anywhere. you, I I do not think Lucas Patrick will be on this roster the start of this season, especially if Kramer is healthy enough to play, uh, go through OTAs and play preseason. No chance. No chance to cut. They're, they paid him. He's 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 paid. He's on the he's on the roster. He's already in in contract. The rest of the guys that we're talking about are guys who. You know, are are on rookie deals, and it doesn't really it doesn't really matter. It doesn't make any difference. Not to mention, you really don't want to be making many offensive line cuts in an on an unproven offensive line. They already um, who stole one of our one of our rookies is already gone. That we 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 can't count on you. I, I, the names I'm blanking out on the name. Zachary Thomas. Got, yeah, Zach Thomas got oh, poached. Man. Somebody somebody took Zach Thomas. I don't see them letting go anybody on that line. I, I don't. I see there being a very huge problem. Too. Thank you. Like plus plus Doug Kramer. I see there being a big problem with with Kramer and Iceland getting in behind the guys they that, that we're talking about. Like even even at the guard position, like Tevin's got the lock on left. There's no chance he's getting. They're getting past Nate Davis. Nate I Davis believe our GM and our our organization, when they say every single person is going to have to fight for their job, every this single is it. person, if, if there's Dieter, not going to be any promise uh, positions starters. It's like perfect. all of us, we love Tab Jenkins, right? And we know the coaching yeah. staff have something against him. We're still talking about <clears> Tab Jenkins <throat> and all these. No one has any guaranteed spots. Zero. And I'm telling you, it, it's some people in in, in uh in Ryan Poe's ear and some of these guys' ear, like, hey, your guy, you brung over here, you know, telling telling the offensive coordinator, your guy you brought here to play center, he ain't he ain't it. And if, if you're gonna show these guys you're gonna take the best. You got to make an example, and I guarantee you, Lucas Patrick do not start to see the season oh, as a Chicago Bear. Shay, I'm going to quote Ric Flair and say to beat, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Right? That's that's uh, without the whoop. That's 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 what it is. If Dieter Iceland beats those two guys out, and that's all I'm saying. He's got two guys who are getting paid in front of him. Absolutely. If he beats those guys out, yo, we have a serious situation. Like that's a serious thing. If we by the end of training camp, if we hear that Dieter Iceland is starting, real talk, it's a, it's a huge conversation. Why is Dieter Iceland starting over two guys who are making money? Right. Because he whooped cut. their ass in practice. Yeah, I don't think they'll cut Patrick though. They can't because they, they're, they're paying him. Yeah, they, they won't and cut that, these guys. They have their centers on the team right now. Glob, you should take your bowl and just like stick it up like that, right between your legs. 
I want to hear what's in. I want to hear what's in Glob's mind because I see him listening to all this, and I see the wheels turning, but I haven't heard him say anything yet. Yeah. Um, so as far as Dieter goes, I'm I'm all in on Whitehair being the center. Everyone okay. is talking about everybody else. I think that the Pro Bowl center is going to come back this year with Tevin at left guard and Nate Davis at right guard. And I think he's going to run it back another Pro Bowl year this year. That's what I think. I think Dieter's going to be great in the future down the road. He's going to be a great depth piece, super versatile. He can play all over that offensive line. But as far as especially the season starting, I think it's Whitehair's show, hands down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I think Cody will start. I, I agree with you. I think Cody will get the start. Now, whether it's injury or Dieter just performs better, I think by the end of the season, Dieter Iceland will be the starting center. And I still do not think Lucas Patrick. I think they're going to go into OTAs and go into those practices, and they're going to see something. And they're going to be like, this is not the guy that we thought we was bringing in to protect Justin. I'm going to tell you, when he came back from injury. I'm going to go back in. I'm going to come back on y'all show with the tape. I wish I would have brought the tape. The game uh, he came kick back. You kicked my ass personally, Shay. No, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. He did two, two snaps. And I remember him on his end because I was so excited to see him. I was so excited he was back. He was on his ass both snaps. And he he went to the locker room, didn't come back. I'm like, he. I was like, get the I was so mad. <laughs> but then Dieter got in. He was playing good. They was rotating him. And I was like, just just, just be done with Lucas. I thought at that point, I didn't think, I thought we was going to cut him before the the before draft. To be I honest. would love to watch a game with you, Shay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd sure. be pretty hyped, to be honest with you. No, y'all don't. Hyped. No, y'all don't. Yeah, I break shit. I, I want them crazy. <laughs> I want them crazy. You know, I, I don't I, I don't know. I, I, I think it'll be a, a, a hard fight for him to actually get to where he needs to get to. I think Cody's the guy. Um, this this little question from Doug is an interesting one. Okay. Um my thoughts there is just that let me just ask the question for uh, audio. Yeah, for listening. Ahead. I just have this logic problem. If Whitehair is such a great center, and we all know Musty was letting the pocket collapse on every snap, why didn't Whitehair start at center last year? Patrick at guard? I love what Doug the question has. Was, pack of good shit the question was, was then, who who plays the rest of the, <laughs> the offensive line? That was really the question. For the hopes reason, was that Lucas Patrick was going to be that Cody Whitehair, I believe, had a pre-existing injury that they feel like had to he had to rest more just like when Tev Jenkins broke hurt his back and we wanted him back so bad. I think that's basically the same thing happened with Cody last year. I believe it was the injury thing, and that's why they didn't start him at center. Now I still think going into the season that's going to be the starting center. But yeah, I don't think the Bears are set on that. And I, I know a lot of fans, Kramer. Are, are thinking about Kramer. He's in the background too. Like I said, I just love the Bears have a lot of options. That's that's number one, right? We, I, I, we haven't I, had I, these type of options in years as far as offensive linemen 
and arguing about who should be the starter, right? So that's a good plus for the season. But I just think as far as Tate, when you look at Tate, Lucas Packers is not even a question. Mm-hmm. And I think Dieter has everything possible to take the starting job from the Pro Bowl Center and from from uh, Dieter Eisen got enough uh, talent to take it from Lucas Patrick and from Cody Whitehair. If Cody Whitehair has an injury problem, I think the Bears will. We remember our last Pro Bowl Center is the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. I just want to say something a little sideways. This is, it's like, it's on topic, but off topic. Go ahead. You know, um, I never watched so much offensive line play in the last two years of football. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I used to watch with defense. I used to watch for, for actual quarterback play, wide receiver play. Now I'm staring at the offensive line. It's been a, it's been a situation. I'm just saying. You find yourself in a weird position going, why am I st- – I have, now I have to study out the offensive line to protect this franchise quarterback. I, I was watching the Super Bowl. I'm like, damn, Jason Peters is a monster, like, the, the, the entire game. And uh, it's, it's just an interesting observation. Things are a little bit different in, in, in Bears land. Yeah, normally, the, normally the offensive line, an offensive lineman with the first pick in the draft is boring, right? Yeah. <laughs> Under normal pretenses. This time around, we're like, yo, you know what? It may not be super duper sexy, but – it was the right pick. Now we got And you know there were still the a lot of people that were mad about it. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what though? You just the facts is like no matter what he would have done. You can't please everyone. Oh, yeah. Somebody's going to have their 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 panties in a bunch about it. Glob, yeah, what for did, sure. What did you think of um what what's what, it's, all, it's all good. I I kind of wanted to know also your guys's uh prediction on the on the schedule here. Okay, I'm gonna let Glad go first. Okay, yeah, pull it up here. Let's see. Pull the comment off there, uh, Foster. Packers sweep right out the gate. I can tell you that. So we'll go. We'll just go with the wins. I see one, two. Hold on a second. Why does everyone keep saying that the Broncos are gonna beat us? I, I see that know, everywhere, bro. and I'm I, I, I find myself like it's almost Sean Payton. Busy about it. Sean Payton. That's that's why. That's why. If you want to know why people are saying it, it's because of Sean. They gotta show me something. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy that. I really don't. So let's see. One, two, three. We're not gonna beat the Commanders. I don't think four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. I I'm gonna say ten and seven. Okay, right, let's. You're just, I'm gonna uh, say ten and seven. Uh, let, let's do it this way, man. Let, let's let's just go game by game, then it go around. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Let's do it. All right, week one. Throw that back up for me, shorty. Packers. Yeah. You already know. I done know it's the Packers. Who, 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 At Chicago, who's got I got to win. Mm-hmm. You got to win, Shay. I got to win. The Bears are definitely winning that game. All right. Glob Dob. What do you say, PJ? I'll say win. All right. Foster. Yeah, this, so so what you're looking at here, guys, is these are our predictions yeah. that we did on the show last week that we yeah. 
there was like five or six of us that we all conclusively came to the consensus was, you know, majority says it became this and we came to 11 and six. So for you three who didn't get to do that last week, that's this is more for you. Like, what do you guys are? Do you agree with this? And where would you disagree? I was one off. I, I kind of answered that in our pre-show, right? In y'all pre-show. So as far as y'all prediction list, I was one off. I have us pinned on my prediction at 12 and 5. I have us beating the Lions once. I have us beating. So did we. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only difference on here, I believe, is... I think it was the Chargers. We're not losing to the Chargers. Bro. I agree with like, that. Like, I agree like, with look, that wholeheartedly. Like Chargers is us last year, but they had yep. more wins. Okay. Chargers mm -hmm. is a team they can score 30 points a game, but they can't, they defense not gonna stop you. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to win games. I I believe mm -hmm. the Bears were, is, is going to have a better record and look like a, a Chargers type team. Or one of these teams that um, was like a eight and nine last year, and like, oh, but it's gonna be the same type of team of last year. Like we saw glimpses in the mm -hmm. ten game losing streak. That was probably the most fun I've had with the Bears in the last five years. It was. Am I the only one that felt like that? And it was so sad as a Bears fan. Every but loss felt like a win. You're like you're like. Why do I feel it just look? It wasn't a win. I, I just wasn't just like so. The season before, we were disappointed. Let's just be yeah, just, just be honest. It was a disappointing off. season. Yeah. Last season was kind of a promising season. Yeah. We lost. Yeah. If we could have made games. a couple of stops, a couple of defensive plays, I mean, the bear, you you talking about we wouldn't even be having a conversation. The Bears would have been in the playoffs easily. Easily. So let's. Yep. Let's look at this stuff like this. So, from a betting perspective, I'm pretty sure they got us on on uh, at about seven wins for the season. I believe mm -hmm. so. I would definitely yep. take the over on this one. Like, almost Absolutely. no question. The, the 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 schedule is super super lightweight this year. No questions there. Um, I I I feel differently. Like, I feel like I, I would have agreed with you guys last week on the Chargers game. I I think we might lose that game. I don't feel that we're going to automatically lose to these Saints just because Derek Carr's there. Right. That, <laughs> I, I'll flip it. I'll flip that one. So I'm somewhere uh, in and around where you're at, Shay. Like to be honest with you, yeah. I think I think potential twelve games. You know, twelve, twelve, five. It's, it's going to be some close games that come to just like last year. We lost seven games that was within a score. We this lost. Is it. Mm -hmm. Six games that was within three points. Yes. There was one game we had like four goal line stances. I think it was the commander's game. Yeah. We still couldn't. If we got one of those, we would have won the game. We had one or two goal line stances was, against the Packers. That When you were saying that the commanders, you know, we'll lose to the commanders. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Commanders like, and the Giants. beat the commanders like last time. Row, I was like. That's true. And, and the game. Trust, and the game was the was Chase Young playing? Nope. Was no, Chase Young playing when we played the Commanders the last time? I don't, I don't think, think he was. I don't no, think he was. I think we're going to see a little bit more of a stout uh, defense from the Commanders this game. time. 
Yeah. Yeah. That like Doug Van Dorn, yo. Sometimes Doug Van Dorn says the, like the most important shit. Like let's let's just be legit. It, it's really a question of health. Yeah. It, it, to, to me, it's a question of health between that floor being seven games and that ceiling being 12 games. I I feel like they will definitely achieve that, that floor. I'm not worried about seven games. And in that respect, they've doubled, they've more than doubled what they, what they achieved last year. I'm a happy guy with seven games. So let's see if they can actually push towards that 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 ceiling of twelve. I, I don't think it's impossible with this schedule. What do like, y'all see about the this team that y'all liking? Because like we I'm don't even play the Eagles. I'm seeing guys that don't like to lose. I'm seeing guys that don't think they're going to lose. I'm seeing guys that predicting to win a Super Bowl. Right. Other than what I'm seeing from the Chicago Bears players. This is not the same Chicago Bears team from last year. Yes, we have some of the same players, but you got to think about the players that we kept love football. They love to win. And those are the players that give it all when they go out on the field. This is why I'm not vouching for Lucas Patrick. And I'm saying he's out of there before this season starts. It's a big prediction. It is. They will do that. Watch. Watch. PJ. PJ. Yes, sir. We need to wake you up. How's it going over there, man? Oh, I can't complain. <laughs> I can't complain. He said he's good. I can't he's complain. good. Somebody slipped to you some Valium today. No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm listening to uh, you guys' yeah. takes. I think two things off the top of my head from uh, what Shay was saying. First being... In that Cleveland game, uh, although there were some veterans out there, yes, sir, they had no protection other than the f- five offensive linemen. They was running a lot of naked sets. Yeah, so they ran they it all the game, and he got yeah in time. Don't ask so, me why they criminal. So yeah. criminal. So the point I'm making is that I I don't fault necessarily the veterans. I mean, he, even if Dieter would have been out there. He wouldn't have helped because if you run a naked sets against Miles Garrett, you're in a no-win situation anyway. Second point I wanted to make was uh, when it came to the Cowboys game where Dieter got a chance to play, mm-hmm. he only played three three downs and they all were running down. So we didn't, we didn't get a real good sense of him being able to call out offensive line calls on who's the mic and who how to, how to do your protection. So mm-hmm. – Having running plays where you can just run the ball and just do your assignment, you're not being able to make your line calls. So the question I have about Dieter, like I said, I'm a Dieter fan. I want him to start, and I want him to take that job. However, he has to prove that he can make those line calls. I never mentioned the Cowboys game. Go look at the Philly game. Go look at Miami game. Go look at the Jets game. Didn't y'all pull up the film on the Cowboys game? Yeah, I said pull up the film he had on Dieter. That wasn't my film. But however, the games I'm talking about, right? that I watched Dieter stand in the pocket and deliver the ball, one of the games, Justin didn't play. Justin didn't play. And I'm just thinking like – Jets game. The Jets game. And mm-hmm. I'm just thinking to myself, like, I, be, I and they used Dieter more in that game. See, 
they are cautious about who they use around Justin Fields, and they are cautious about his protection. Yeah. And that's why they when they put him in the look free plays. Yes, that's, I could that's, agree. That's why in that in the clips I was showing, when they put him in for those three plays against the Cowboys, they put in Simeon. They just didn't want to. They wanted to try him out at center to see what happens, and not get their There's quarterback a, killed just in case. You know, so another big factor here, right? Like it, center, it's you. You probably want to have a veteran at center. You know, it, it is actually a veteran type position where that guy gets used to the offense. He understands it. Yeah. He can now make those calls because he's used to seeing what defenses do. Putting a rookie in that position. He's a hard place for him to really, you know, be able to assess what the defense is doing at a young, you know, just sort of starting out. Um, throwing him out there without any expectation. Shit, if Trevor Simeon gets hurt, it's it's like, who gives a shit about Trevor Simeon? You know, you know what I mean? Go out there, get your reps, right. do what you, do what you got to do. Yeah. If Trevor right. does something, he does something. Because they were like, if Trevor know, gets hurt, we have the marvelous – uh, who's the quarterback? Nathan Peterman. We're good to Dane go. Commander. Right. We'll throw six picks and we're good to go. Call it a call it a game. Every time yeah, I, get it. I get it. I'm going. I, I get it. You know. I think. I think we're going to go with the vet. I think we're going to go to vet with the vet with Cody Whitehair. But I agree with like one of the fans' questions. Like, it's a it's reason they really to go with him. Last year, maybe he he's had he has an injury and he cannot he can't take the contact. We'll see. We'll see going into the season. Mm-hmm. Well, I think with uh, White here, his issue has always been snapping the Patrick ball. Patrick McAndrews is a serious guy, eh? <laughs> he's They're not big, building this team to take back the North. Things. They're building this team to beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Yes, I like Absolutely. that. Go ahead, PJ. Thanks for joining us. Sounds Patrick. right to me. Absolutely. So ballsy statement, brother. I gotta, I gotta say, man. But and like um, I, I said, they have players yeah. this season that believe that they, they they're not gonna lose. Mm-hmm. That is scary. Those are the type of players I want to play with. I want to play with players that feel like I can't wait to put some pass on and hit some mm-hmm. shit. Exactly. I can't wait to, you know, them the type of. Man, this team looks scared, man. Shay, see, there, when, when I played, they called me homicidal because you could just <laughs> kill you. What it is is whatever you're doing. These kind of people, we we just could kill. Not that we're gonna kill. Yeah. Whatever whatever we're doing, we have to kill it. We have to be the best. It's yeah. that important because nothing yeah. else matters. Yeah. Yes. So like, uh, those, those are the kind of guys I see on this team, and and I haven't said much, but I want to get back to the center position too. Because we were talking about Island and Cody. Now let me bring this up. Did you guys have you guys thought of the money that has to be spent by April 2024? It's 24 million. Cody Whitehair could start a center. Um, he could also they could also drop him if somebody gets cut. Cody's <laughs> gone. There's an additional 10 million. I I I think Poles is watching where this money's going because he's gotta spend it. We might have to yeah. pay some guys that we don't even want. Realistically, think about it. I mean, you, does anybody get that? Yeah, we might have to but, pay some yeah. guys that we really don't want. want it. To the not fans are time. not going to want it, but they're not going to see what we saw last season already. They're mm-hmm. not going to see what Pose is thinking already. 
Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to put it out there before people get hurt feelings because it's going to happen. He's not <laughs> keeping Lucas Patrick and Cody Whitehair starting the season. I don't, I don't, I don't see All how right. he has any <laughs> other choice. Like without, if he, and the only reason I'm saying this is because he didn't draft somebody in this draft. If he went and he scored when he had the opportunity to do so, and he did, he could have got John Michael Smiths there. He, he, he could have grabbed him in and around that second round spot. He was so available. Whitehead is a true bear because if you would have brought Lucas Patrick in. And he talk about he gonna be the leader that Justin need. I'm like, excuse me, you talking to an all pro, all pro. Yeah, so, but you, but we're talking. He's he's not that guy. He's not that guy, Shay. That's not Cody. Cody's a different guy, and, and you you have to understand okay, that. Okay, right? so he, so he already gave up I, that position as leader, right? One time before. He gave it up. This is like I love. I love, this is like the first time on BCP that we all haven't agreed on everything. Like I love. I love the uh, the banter. You, I agree. I agree with what he's saying. I do agree. We agreeing to to, but the difference that we are not um, coming to is that why keep him then? Why keep who? Why keep coach if he's not that no more? No more. If he's not that guy no, no more, he, why the, pay there's him an, and pay Lucas? They're not there's an answer it. to that, too. It's just the, the answer is simple, too, right? It's just because the offensive, been replace line, the offensive line isn't very strong, that, like, it, or at least it wasn't. Re, re you you can't just get rid kind of, of him. If he's not the man, they replaced him with James Daniels to be the man. It was okay. We're going to move. And this is from an all-pro status. They move. Move over. You're not that guy anymore. You don't know the new offense. We want James here to figure out the new offense and to be the man. Oh, shit. James ain't the man. Oh, shit. James started to look like the man. Oh, shit. We got rid of James. So now what do we do? Right? Like, to me, coming into this thing, we probably shouldn't have been so quick to let James walk out the door. And I think it had everything to do with him running his mouth at the, at the end of the season conference when he ran his mouth. I'll be straight up and down. Everything he said to me was basically just a, a good old F you to the media. You guys think I'm an idiot. I'm not an idiot. I'm a lot smarter than you think I am. I know what kind of psychological tactics you're trying to pull on me. So I'm going to be defensive today because I have the opportunity and I had a real tough season. But wasn't that next thing you know, he's gone. Old regime regime as opposed to the new regime. Say again. He said that towards the old regime, not the new regime. Yes. Right. Yes. But as we well know, Mr. Poles, and again, I'm not knocking Mr. Poles, but he came in, and for the most part, he's flushed out every inkling of the old regime, he right? Has. Like he's, he's pushed well, everything well, up. He has, I, it's definitely what? The dog. I think, that, I think that's more to do with the fact that whenever you have a new regime, they always seem to want to bring in their own players. They so do. everybody that was a free agent that year, Poles didn't sign any of them. So mm -hmm. he, I mean, only people he would resign is guys like on a one-year contract and guys making the minimum. He did not yep. resign any guy who was making multi-year contracts. So whether it yep. was uh, the guy down in uh, Florida right now in Jacksonville, uh, Roy Robertson Harrison, uh, James Daniels, uh, um, Bilal Nichols, all these guys – they were up on their next contract, and he couldn't give them a one-year contract. He had to give them some 
something substantial and he right. chose not to do that. So now in hindsight, yeah, I'm, I'm with Matt. I think he wished he would have kept James. Right. Like, was, thank you. I, I, had to, yeah. I was going to jump back in here just to yeah. say all yeah. of those positions and across the board, it makes sense. But yeah. that specific position on a weak offensive line that he knew right. had troubles the year before protecting the kid. He should have kept. It. Probably should have kept that guy. He should have kept. He, it, it, he should have kept Bilal Nichols too because of uh, Ojinobi, his uh, knee acting up. So instead of going after him, he should have just kept Bilal Nichols because I think he could have played the three technique as well. That's actually so, a really good call. And yeah. So my, my two guys that post cut that they went to other teams and then they just retired. Say again. That There's was tons two, of them. It was two guys that Brian Post cut. One went to Atlanta. Eddie Goldman. Eddie Goldman. Eddie Goldman. And then he quit. He retired. And then he's back. I thought he's back. Guess <laughs> guess what, Shay? He's he back. He saw something. Yeah. He saw that quit in them. Yeah. Oh, we all oh. saw the quitting him, yeah. right? right? When he sir. when he decided to 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 hang back, coming back from COVID, and but, even oh, yeah. before coming back, it was well time to go. Weight. It was time to go. But it was see, time for him to go. With with he Goldman, though, Goldman was not a contract with us. Po, po, Goldman was due ten million dollars, so Poles cut him. Yeah. So Poles cut him. Uh, Atlanta signed him to a contract. He was going through training camp. He decided he to retire. <laughs> so that's one guy. But yeah. for Lyle Nichols, I thought he played pretty decent last year for uh, the Raiders. Uh, when he came back, yeah. Roy, Roy Robinson Harrison for uh, Jacksonville. We should have kept him. He played really well in Jacksonville. And then there's uh, the other guy we mentioned earlier, James Daniels. He started off slow in Pittsburgh, but he came along. So I think we should have kept those three guys personally. But so moving out, forward, out of the ball. I think that was a mistake. You, you know, when Mustafa started, Daniels was calling all the offensive line plays. You guys, I don't know if anybody knows that. A lot of people don't. Right. But he was calling the offense for Muskie because Muskie couldn't do it. But, well, but, but then again, wait, the guy, you look at his tape from the second half of that season, he slacked and he did have a bad attitude. And and Poles doesn't want negative attitudes for anything. It. It's, it's go, 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 go or get the fuck out. Get the fuck Again, out of I, here. I don't want no weak links. There's no weak links. I don't blame the guy. I call I Jay, I'll stand back Fluce to back with general, you in the dark alley okay? anytime. Fluce is the general, okay? <laughs> Get that shit out of here. I still, still would have gave up on James Daniels, though. Per uh, Wait, uh, per, uh, per uh, Mr. Globdoblina, uh, Fluce is actually the godfather. I saw that. That's right. That. He that. is the godfather. Wait, wait let, me, let me replay that. This is the uh, we should we should make this the uh, give Glob a job segment right now, man. Glob, you've been trying to get a what? What? What day are you on? Day sixty-five now. Uh, today 72. was seventy-two, I think. Give yeah. Glob a job. Give Glob a job. Give Glob a job. We'll get back to that. I'm gonna hit At this point, if they would just be like, "Hey, good job," I would be more than grateful. You Chicago know what I mean? Bears. Uh, give. This man a job with his amazing uh, graphic here. Look at, I'm sorry to interrupt you guys. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that that was a perfect segue into that. But I wanted to show one more thing that uh, Glob. This is for tomorrow. 
I've not posted that yet, but yeah, that's for tomorrow. A, uh, I saw a picture on Twitter today. Yeah, how did I see it? Yeah, yeah that yeah, was that too. was like a rough draft. I was just oh, kind of okay. going over the concept okay. with a buddy on there, yeah. But I fixed it and but you, kind you, of put it, the finishing touches on it. That's his What's actual. That? That's his actual position, right? You didn't. You actually changed that. Yeah, they, the Bears posted uh, a big photo shoot today with a bunch of different players and. Kyler Gordon in that one. I mean, uh, buddy, a buddy, uh, a buddy of mine reached out to me and was like, "Hey, man, this is Spider-Man all the way right here." So I had to fix it up, and it worked out pretty well, I think. That's cool. Man, I know I've been supporting you on Twitter with that, trying to retweet that. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Have a job. I just like to make stuff in my free time as it is. So it's just, it's like just an outlet, something for me to do, you know. That'd be amazing if you end up getting a job working for the Bears doing that. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, that wow. would be. That would be amazing. Just keep doing it. Keep speaking. Yeah, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. Whatever you're gonna do, you will do it. Never. Yeah, sure. Into existence, the more you can make it happen. That's for sure, man. Yeah. You, you have the right. Yeah, trip. I'm not gonna stop. <clears throat> Swifty in the house. Yo, what is up, Swifty? All right. Up, Swift. I like this, too, because we haven't mentioned this. This year is completely different. After the last preseason game, as Cliff has said, there's 1,184 players caught. I don't know who's what. Holy shit, Cliff's right. So, yeah, he's right. You know how they used to do it staggered? There's always somebody you grab off that pile that's great. Always. They used to do it staggered, right? There's a season that are phenomenal off that pile. Every year, used to go from like 90 to 50 to, uh, you know, to, to 75 to 52. This time they just go straight to 52. So it's going to be like yep. an instant cut situation of a lot of things. Right. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's, mm-hmm. okay. yeah. That's why, that's why we didn't have to really grab the center. Like he's got that. 10 plans and he's got six ways to use Cody, whether it's center or money. There, there's too many options. I've never seen this option in 50 years, of 40 something years of following the Bears. I've never seen him with these many options. I've never been this content or this happy since, like, Jim Thanks. That's why I'm not, right. I'm not serious. Like, for a minute there, I was freaking out, you know what I mean, about how we were going to – how he was going to manage this offseason. I'm okay with it. I have no issues. I think he's done what he needed to do. And I think by 2024, we – I think people will be – okay, I will think the Detroit Lions specifically will be very, very worried about – the Chicago Bears in the 2024 season. Very, very, very worried. Right? Now, like, they got two first-rounders this year. Cool. We have two next year. Next year, it'll be a problem across the board. Right. This year's the litmus test. How much of a problem it going to be? How big of an issue is it going to be? What is it going to look like? Uh, Is Justin Fields the guy? Oh, shit. He's the guy. Put the, like, they, if they put the, the the league on notice now, mm-hmm. just wait to like, let me ask y'all they draft. Right. What's y'all biggest worry coming into this season? What is the biggest injury? Wor- I, I know we all excited, but what is the biggest worry for me? Not really a, a worry, but an opportunity. You know, Darnell Mooney is injured going into Damn. the season, so. It's an opportunity for Vela Jones, for uh, Scott, Scott, yeah, for he's the new Darnell. He right? has B to mm-hmm. 
to not get slotted by the rookie, like it's opportunity to see who really wants it at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess my biggest worry would be um, just the unknown from what the offensive line and the defensive line will be. I'm happy with what we've added to the secondary, the the wide receiver room, the running back room. Those two, those two main important things are kind of unknown. Yeah. To everybody at this point, you know, Devin Tevin might be going, or it sounds like he's going to left guard, and it's what's going to become of that. Yeah. You know, so it's that's my biggest worry that those two lines. Do we have a, Do we have an edge rusher? Are we going to get one? Is there going to be somebody that steps up? Is it going to be? Uh, you know, uh, Travis Gibson, some of, some of the, of the likes of that with better interior help. Who knows? It's that's the biggest unknown. When you know you have a Tommy Harris and a Julius Peppers and a Tank Johnson, you know, you, yeah, you know, that's different. we don't have that. You know, so yeah. it, it could be that. And that's the uh, that's my biggest worry. What's yours, Glob? Any worries? Yeah, I got a couple. Uh, still not really sold on the kick returning. Uh, or the play calling, really. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the play calling goes with Getze coming into his second year. I feel like the first year was pretty rough. Um, so seeing how this shakes out next year, I think that's probably my biggest concern. <laughs> Are we going to see more deep routes? That's what I want. I'm so tired of this just depressed offense. I'm tired of the checkdowns and the nakeds. I just, I want to see some, I want to see that arm strength that we saw from Justin in college. You know, I want to see uh, DJ Moore break loose. That's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. If they connect, boy, it's going to be, it's going to be fireworks, man. If those two guys really click. I don't see another duo that's going to outpace them. I really don't. We always, you know, we're all excited about this, but we know that the history says <laughs> it's very we hard. We do, but we've seen DJ Moore's production under, I mean, you fill in the blank on that, the QB exactly. play over there in Carolina. Exactly. Right, right. He's going to come over here, and it's going to be night and day. It's almost like um, it's like a perfect match. It's almost like they're football soulmates. DJ is coming from a place that has had horrible QB play, and he's coming to a place where we desperately need a receiver, a one, you know. So I think, man, I think they're hanging out. I think they're bonding. I think they're going over all these little nuances and looks and subtle gestures, and I, th- I think they're going to ball out. But it's the play calling. Ultimately, mm-hmm. it's going to come down to the play calling as far as I'm concerned. Of course, yes. Hopefully, Getsy, which will be the next center of attention next week. Hopefully, he gets you know everything. Everyone's in the second year. You start adding new pieces to this team, and then they start to build upon that. And now you're year two. Hopefully, we can really see a, a a leap. You know, yeah. You added an explosive player to Justin to his repertoire. Yeah. I just want to see some balls on offense. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's all. We know we can sling them. Show me some balls. Mm-hmm. Show me. Show me balls. Come on, PJ. <laughs> that was right up. Yeah. 
He pitched that slow for you, PJ. Bro. It was a slow pitch. Anyways, uh, I'll just say, uh, you know, worries for me is, is PJ uh, is our is our sexual. PJ, in- you dropped yeah, the ball. PJ. That all right? He, he, ball he did. He did. He dropped both of them. I heard it. He dropped both the balls. I heard it. So because it's a lady in the show, I didn't want to say nothing, but I heard it. Oh really? There's there's a first time for everything. So, <laughs> Sorry, Jay. So, for me, I would say injury and defense on the defensive side, stopping the run. Those are the only two things I'm really worried about. I'm pretty sure, um, I'm pretty sure we'll have an offense this year. I, I have my faith there. I, I'm not going to say, uh, you know, I, I don't have any major questions. You know, if we're talking about Darnell Mooney in that scenario, I think we've got a guy or potentially two who can step into that in, into that realm. I think Chase Claypool is going to really do some big things this year. Yeah, that's my thought. I think he's going to be that that 50-50 ball guy that Allen Robinson was for Mitch. Now, I think that Darnell or sorry, DJ Moore is going to be something a heck of a lot more than what Allen Robinson was for Mitch. I think he's going to be a, a, a dynamic guy who can move into the slot and out of the slot and 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 work in in different ways. He's kind of a dynamic receiver. As long as we've got a viable thir- third down receiver, or sorry, the, the number three wideout, I think we're okay. And I think we do in replacement if if Mooney's hurt in in Scott and maybe Vellis. Like this is do or die time for Vellis too, right, y'all? Like he's got to prove it, or he, or you know, mm-hmm. you know what it is. Yep. I, I don't see him return. I don't see him doing the, the the special teams thing he was doing last year. I don't think they're giving right. him that opportunity at all. Right. Um, worst case scenario, it's probably no because they be... brought Homer in too. You, Thank you. you. It's going to be Travis Homer. Special teamers mm-hmm. now. That yeah. don't even have to be an option. Mm-mm. Right. So he's basically your jet sweep, or maybe he actually can catch a football. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He started huh? catching the last he couple sh- games there. If you watch the last two games, I, he did, yeah. and I, it's so he funny. I had no faith, and I missed that yeah. game because I had to go watch my son play football out of town, and Damn and kids. watching the highlights, getting back home, checking Twitter. Everybody's like, "Yo, Vellas, Vellas!" I'm like, "Seriously, Vellas, Vellas caught a football?" But yeah, he caught a football. <laughs> he caught, a football. caught the ball. The other ones was more so the ball came to him and on the receiver bare hands. The catches he made that was spectacular, he had to maneuver his whole body and go and get the ball. So oh, that really? shows he has great hands. He has good speed. He has all the tools. He was now, just nervous. And he can separate. Like, I, I, I've i seen him do it. Absolutely. It, I, I, watched, I, I watched his college tape. He, he can separate. And that's really cool. card. It was, that was but, the Cowboys game. <laughs> That was the Cowboys game. He dropped, a, he dropped a beautiful deep ball from Fields. But then yeah, was, it actually worked out for the better because they still drove down the field and they wasted the rest of the of the first half, basically, and then still scored. Yeah, that's and Glock. That's Glock. Swift said it's that Glock. What up, Swift? Jay's in. That's glob. She's in. Yeah, that's glob. <laughs> yeah. The way that the, that's the, the Cowboys were scoring at will in that game, it, it worked out for the better that they actually got to slow that, you know, keep the offense off the the Cowboys' offense off the field, and I'm. It worked out that he dropped that deep ball. Is all I mean. Yeah. I think it humbled them. To me, being a uh, uh, an athlete, 
I think Bayless came into the season very fucking cocky. And our team, our, yeah, he our, did. Coaches, our coaching staff was, you know, hyping them up a little bit. Oh, yeah, he going to be. And then they was like, oh, he made a mistake. We're not going to really do nothing. And then it was a mistake, mistake. Like, no, nah, you better sit his ass down. So it was kind of, he came in the season cocky. He had to be humble. He had to re-earn his spot. And when he got that opportunity, then you saw them flashes that we should have seen in the beginning of the season. Why do y'all think he was uh, cocky, though? Because I think he was, uh, He felt he should have been drafted uh, higher than he was. That's not maybe I the mean, suit. You're not being drafted when you thought you should have been drafted. You're being drafted in the third round. If oh, anything, no, no, no. That's not why. If anything, that ought to be. He was overdrafted, guys. Like he was he that was Oh, you think was he was overdrafted? That's why he oh, was cocky. Big time. Oh, you think maybe he that been is, a fourth or fifth round then he Oh, he was he I was projected fifth to seventh round on my ball. Yeah, me too. Well, me too. well, I saw him come in cocky. I saw him come in with like I'm like, okay, okay, this young man. But then I'm like, okay, okay, now who gonna teach him a lesson? Who gonna tell him? Sit his ass down. You gotta earn that spot, rookie. But I think they said one of one of the things they said was he was a he was one of the only ones to come into meetings with uh notepad and pen taking notes. So that's not a sign mm. of being cocky. That's showing a sign of wanting to learn and willing to learn. So, so I'm gonna I'm, not I'm so gonna split hairs with both of you. PJ, uh, you're right. And and he also came in, he was the only guy to come in in a suit. So maybe she sort of took that as him being cocky. Uh, not the yes, suit. he also came with a briefcase and a pen and a pad in a briefcase, so he could take the notes. So like I don't I don't know. I don't no, know. I don't no, know. No. I'm talking about on camera, y'all. Little on swollen camera. head, Shay. A little swollen head. That's what I call it. Yeah. Did y'all hear talk? Like, like I'm talking about uh Interviews. Uh, I didn't I, see it though. The first time he dropped the ball, you. I can see it, but I, I can see it, but at the same time, at there's at, at the wide receiver position, I kind of want an arrogant jerk. Okay. <laughs> like that's that at that position, I don't mind if you think. That your shit doesn't stink. I really don't. I don't. I, I don't. Well, I like arrogant corners, right? I like arrogant corners, right? You need to be even more so but, as a corner. But, right. but the guy from Green Bay, like, he's terrible and he's always arrogant. Like, you could be arrogant and be trapped and just be wrong, like, sit your ass down type arrogant. To, to be honest, uh, people hate that about him. You know, people hate it about him. It's it's smug when he does it, but you have to Jair have Jair Alexander. That's, that's his name. He's yes. not that good. Oh, you're talking Jair. Guy. I'm I'm talking Aaron. I thought you were talking Aaron. No, at, I'm at the end of the Jair day, Alexander. you're talking Jair. He's not he, that good to be that cocky. Uh, we're we're gonna find out a lot about that this season, <laughs> which is great. He has beat that Harry ESB in the same game. Wide open play, like dude is yeah. not that Eric. He's not that good to be. I'm that just saying, guy. in order to play, in order to play they're cornerback, find anyway, out you this have year. to have a, a level they're of confidence. Find out. Hey, you have to, like, you I'm, have I'm so to happy. Confident. I'm so happy to see that. Yeah. So, we go ahead, PJ. We didn't have, did have a finish. <laughs> I, I wanna, I, my only worry for this season is exactly the same as Swifties. Staying healthy, 
And and then I'm kind of worried a little bit about extra points after the end of last season. So I don't know if we ever finished the topic. We kind of got – I just want to throw – because I'll forget. Mm-hmm. Old, old. It's PJ's fault. <laughs> <laughs> we going to have a rookie kicker this year or what? Y'all, what y'all think? Oh, it sounds like we might. What about Robbie Gold? He's dying to come back. Yeah, bring the boy home. Bring man. Robbie. Boy, that, that punter we drafted was so terrible that everybody's been talking about him all season. Yeah. Sarcasm. I'm waiting to see if uh, you know sign what? a free agent over 30 years old yet. I agree. Yeah. I see that. But I, I'm, I'm still going to be like this, and we talked about it at the beginning. Competition and polls always mention. I'll bring in anybody for competition if it's going to make my team better or I get a better player, you're damn right. So mm. I, 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 we had this talk before. We all had – remember when we did this like a month ago about Robbie Gold when it was all over the place? Mm-hmm. I actually said no then, and then I sent him a tweet saying, come on the show and tell us what you said about the Bears and why you should be back in Chicago. So that, oh, I'm sure he'd love me, to do that. <laughs> I'm just saying because there was shit he said about the Bears, and if you go back and you look, when he left the Bears, he was kicking like shit. He was terrible the last two seasons with the Bears. He even admitted yeah, he it. Was. He admitted yeah, he it. Was. So, I don't know. I asked him this. I did one more thing. I said, you know I said what can you do a George Blanda? Yeah. yeah. Well, if if like he's talking about like money, Ryan Poles, he ain't saying no no old the guys like y'all said. So, like what PJ just said, like he likes that he hasn't, and he's not going to. He's not going to sign it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying. Well, I'm saying I'm not. I'm not saying he won't. But as yet, he hasn't, and I think that shows that he's trying to get younger. I mean, I if, wish he would. If Robbie say, if Robbie say, look, yeah. I want to end my career as a bear, and mm-hmm. and look, I, I live in Chicago. I want to come back home. He's back here every off season anyway. Okay, him and his family still lives here actively. Okay. So if he say just pay me this amount of money and Ryan Post think it's uh, valuable enough, I think he'll give it to him. Let the man come retire as a bear. I don't think so. I don't. I, I, don't, I, think I, agree I don't think it's just that simple. I mean, yeah. I think the fact that he brought in a rookie uh, kicker to uh, compete against the guy we currently have speaks to his commitment to trying to go youth. I mean, even Absolutely. if Robbie Gold says, "Hey, I'll play for the minimum." It's not a guarantee that rolls that rolls will pick him up on that offer. Right. That's just my opinion. Absolutely. And and that kicker kicked for several sixty-yard kicks, I think, in college. So yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's one, one of the better kickers. kickers. Yeah, he might be the he might be our quicker. You know, I would like to see Cairo Santos replaced. He was. I agree. He was. He was the second-ranked kicker behind Mooney in the NCAA's. There you go. So Mooney was number one, and the guy Poles got was number two. Okay. Because Mooney's the guy I wanted. You guys heard me talk about it for six weeks. Right. I want Mooney. If I don't want him in the third him. round, though. What did they do? Draft him in the third round, I think? Third Mooney? round. Third yeah. round. So, I mean, Wasn't that when you Poles would have never done that. Weren't you joking at that point in the third round of the draft, PJ? And you're like, oh, let's take Mooney. <laughs> hey, <laughs> real shit, guys. I want the Bears to go get a kicker off the street. I want them <laughs> to go get this kicker I've been watching for several years. And I really don't understand why this young man does not have an NFL job. He's, uh, I think he goes by. Uh, I, do, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, the punter slash destroyer. 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 Yes. 
Well, I mean, nowhere in the NFL this man can't get a job. <laughs> he's tried out, to my understanding. I believe that he's I, actually I tried out, and it, has, it just hasn't, he it hasn't keep, worked out. He, he, also tried, he also tried out in the Canadian Football League. Yeah, he tried out out here for sure, for sure. He did. So he has he has been trying out. So I mean, I've never seen a kicker uh, work out. So I don't know what all they go through. Well, they very often go get a kicker. He's not doing something. I'm sorry. They what you very say? often get kickers off the street. Mm-hmm. They don't draft them, but they don't. They don't. Uh, they sign them with what years they being out of college too already. What makes him the destroyer? Is he does he does he kick oh, eighty he, yard field goals? Yes. He's, Yo, he's he, he's he's, that's just his handle. His handle is destroying. But like real talk, he's destroying some kicks. He, he's, he's nasty. He's, well, he's Eddie Pinero was kicking like eighty two yard field goals. Justin Fields do the do where he uh he likes to hit the upright with the ball with he throwing the ball like, like seventy yards. This dude kicks like that. Hmm. Wow. I, it's funny I, you bring that up, Shay, because that's like. When the double doink, when when, when the double he doink kind of popped that up, way before he was literally practicing that long time before that. It was like, oh, yes. like, this this guy's like destroying. But anyways, you know, so yes. to bring up he the doink. The bar, really <laughs> but you know it's you know it's different kicking uh in the field by yourself as opposed to kicking in a uh, stadium. So I Absolutely. mean, he's making these kicks. Uh, yeah, they're kicks by himself, uh, not in competition. I mean, like I said, give him a tryout, fine. If he wins, fine. But I can't say that I'll say for sure, oh, I think he'd be a dynamic kicker based upon some YouTube videos because... I, I don't know what he'll be. I'll say give him an opportunity. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. The guy we got is, uh, like Foster said, number ranked number two kicker coming out of college. That's pretty impressive. So I'm I'm waiting to see what he can do. I'm hoping somebody beat out the current kicker we have, though. Santos? Yes. It's funny, Guys, man. We, we have a special guest that uh, is joining the show with us tonight. Really? Yeah. He, uh, we have Mr. Dan Aguirre from uh, the Dan and Aldo Bear Their Souls show on the Barroom Network. And uh, we have him in the background, so I want to bring him on. Dan, how you doing, man? What's up, Dan? I love you, brother. Glad to be here on your show. And I heard the last part of you all talking about Santos. I'm in the camp that says, please bring back Robbie. He wants to be here in Chicago. He's still lobbying for it. And it's like, Cairo, again, if, you, if you're like, you don't have the balls to even attempt a 44-yard field goal. He's like, I don't, I don't know. It's a little windy. It's fucking Chicago. Of course it's windy. It's the yeah, windy city. It's the windy yeah. city. Cairo, you need to go. No. Cairo needs to go back and play for a warm-weather team. He, maybe the Dolphins. Did he try and play for the Dolphins? He probably did. I know he was in Kansas City at one point, and that's probably too cold for him as well. When he first lost his job, wasn't it the Dolphins? I could have sworn. Uh, I thought it was Miami or Tampa Bay. I think he was in Florida. I thought it was Miami. I thought it was Miami. I, I don't remember for sure, but I thought he was in Florida. Well, the last time that we went to KC was in 2015. And Cutler threw the game-winning touchdown to Matt Forte, which I can still nut over, by the way, because I love that <laughs> win. But it came down to a Cairo Santos 66-yard field goal. Now, that's not fair to Cairo to be like, oh, it's 66. But they tried it, and he missed it miserably. And, th- and thank that, God the Bears hold on to win. That sent him downhill, that fuck-up doing that. <laughs> no, yeah. actually, actually, he had one of his best seasons as a Chicago Bear. 
So yeah, you're right. Season, you're right. He was awesome. Last season, because the season before, he had one of his best seasons as a Chicago Bear, kicking in the wind. I think it was his best season ever as a pro. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Dan, let, let, let me introduce you to the panel we have here tonight. Of course, you know Foster and PJ big, and big Ben Davidson, dude. You ben. do look like former Oakland Raider Ben Davidson. I swear you do. Like shave it up, yeah. And then we have Shay and Mr. Glob Dabalina. Oh wait, let me let me. I should do my introduction whenever I say that. We have uh, Mr. Glob Dabalina. I love it. I remember the yeah. first time I saw you in chat, and I was like, "What in the hell does that mean?" And you were like, "Oh, <laughs> and I was like, oh yes, yeah, dude." <laughs> Got that crazy stoner brain. <laughs> Don't tell everybody. So, so does Dan. That's why he couldn't figure That's it out. The truth. Dan can do what a quick that? rundown. Huh? I said Dan's got that crazy stoner brain too. That's why he couldn't figure yeah, it out. Yeah, for Bob. sure. Yeah. It's contagious. I'm stoner brain. I thought you were talking about the other Dan, which that now that's you, Dan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Dan, we we were talking about uh, the subjects because you can you can do a quick rundown on this. It was Dieter Eisenlin and what we think our record will be. What do you think? You know. It's so hard, to, and I'm not trying to give you a bullshit answer, but it's so hard to predict. Like everyone's going through like game by game on the schedule because you just never know. Like if someone's going to be hurt, if someone's going to get hot, there's always someone that goes from worst to best and and shit like that every season. So it's kind of hard in in May to look at the schedule. But having even prefaced that, I mean, if Detroit's the favorite and they deserve it, Detroit did well last year. They're not Green Bay out of the playoffs. Minnesota won 13 games. I get it. If we're predicted to be third or fourth, so be it. Who, but who gives a shit? I mean, the point is, if Detroit is the favorite and they haven't won the division since, what, 91, 93, something like that, then it's wide open. So wide open. It's wide open. And if you get in the playoffs, then you're in. You no matter Rodgers. The Giants won two Super Bowls within the last two decades when they were 9-7 and seven and won every game on the play, uh, every game on the road. Pittsburgh did that. In, in 2005 so it's plausible you just get in man and you got a shot so i joked with aldo earlier i said yeah whenever the bears get to the super bowl again i'll come watch it with you in arlington heights i was like so i'll see you in february right <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be, nice. Dan, yeah, that'd Dan, be the most, best joke that's the best punchline ever most, <laughs> most important question of the night how is aldo doing yeah he he uh he's definitely it's like talking to him again for a few days like like yesterday he slept 12 hours literally so today i had my friend back like we we're just bullshitting about stuff like that he he I, i'm not making this up i don't think he's making it up he told me the serial killer uh pogo what's his name ed gein not ed gein uh what's his name help me out here um gacy john wayne gacy, john wayne gacy. aldo oh, really thinks you live down the block for me yeah, yeah, Aldo serious. thinks that John Wayne Gacy tried to fuck him, and like when he was eighteen, he was trying to pick him up. He ran from him. He said he ran from a black Cadillac from a, white, a creepy white guy that seemed to be trying to fuck him, and he thinks that was the serial killer. So, it, it, wow. it probably well, was. I've never owned a black Cadillac, <laughs> well, so it definitely it, it, wasn't me. I didn't know this. You guys got to hear this. My brother-in-law was hit by John Wayne Gacy, and he tried to grab him. And if his brother didn't come running through the park, he would have got him. So there you go. More people black, have made connections with John Wayne car. Gacy. My my brother, my brother-in-law's brother got the plate number. So after they catch him and all this stuff goes on, they contact my brother-in-law 
and inform him that it was John Wayne Gacy that in fact hit him. I used to walk past his house every day in grammar school. The guy did wow. birthday parties when I was one years old. He's a member of my church here on the Northwest side. He's lived here as a good member of the community since like 1972, mm -hmm. 71. Yeah. He used I to hang out with Jane Byrne at the park. I was the part about being a good so it's member. Sad. I mean, it's just terrible. He, he's a terrible rotten <laughs> man. Strange. Thank God he's done. And there's a picture of him with Jimmy Carter's wife. It's like this guy was like hanging out with the vice, I mean, with the uh, the first lady, and he was also sodomizing children. That's absurd. Wow, yeah. we went a really far. That is absurd. Line. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so we so, so Dieter Iselin the record. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're already on a topic here, so let's just close this thing. Hey, he said, so Dieter Iceland, how he just, he just can't go back to Dieter after that. That's how you No, we can't. We, we, we basically. Dieter Iceland, well, John Wayne Gacy. So, so, so. All right, guys, my door dash is here, so I got to split. It was nice uh, hanging and talking with you guys. Anytime, Bob. Man, Mr. Hey, follow me on Twitter at Miss at Globdabalina, please. Thank you very much. You guys have a good night. You too, Bob. Thank you for joining us, man. That was that was. I make one side of me joke and he leaves. He he said, "Fuck this, I'm eating food, y'all." I'm surprised it was on that long. He's been sitting here for an hour and a half. I mean, I was just I was trying to understand how Aldo and John Wayne Gacy somehow connected. In, in in the situation, but I was a little lost. <laughs> I, I got plenty of stories about that man. If you guys want to sit down and talk to him, I can tell you lots of things that people don't even know to this day. Did I miss what happened with Aldo? Yeah, I I had well I had talked to Aldo. Well uh Evan Mack had reached out to me to help uh produce the show and I didn't know what he told me what happened to Aldo. He had a mini stroke. And so oh, I reached out to Aldo and I gave him my condolences and you know my best wishes and he said not to say anything so it just kind of it's been stuck in my head not to say anything and i forgot you guys mentioned it on the show this past tuesday so uh yeah he's he's doing well he had a mini stroke um he couldn't make the show on tuesday but sounds like he'll be back soon right dan i hope he he's doing i don't, well. think, I don't well. think he's coming back this week the goal is next week he, apparently his blood pressure is still a little high and so he has a heart monitor on and the goal is to mo not to be redundant, but to monitor that to make sure he doesn't have another stroke. Mm -hmm. So he's not out of the proverbial woods yet, but it looks good. And that's he didn't want it, it, to say anything until he felt like he because they were doing a barrage of tests. Mm -hmm. So until the he kind of knew where he was at, he didn't want to say anything. But now he should be okay. He says he's going to stop the booze and stuff, and and he thinks he'll be okay. You know. Mm -hmm. I'm glad to hear that, man. Give, give me my yeah. thoughts, will you please, uh, Dan? Yes, sir. Thank you. He's a Prayers good. He's a great guy. Podfather, man. Prayers up to the Podfather. Prayers up to the Podfather. Yeah, well man. He's a great guy, man. For real. So, um, you're so you just you don't care if you don't really care about the record as long as they make the playoffs. That's well, what you're saying. That. I'm not saying that it's hard to make a prediction right now, but on the on the schedule, like I'm not even conceding Kansas City yet, like. Everyone's like, "Oh, that's a loss." Really? So how do you know that's a loss? Maybe that's one of those days. You, if they, if they would beat Green Bay, if somehow they start out one and zero, you get some momentum, you know, and then the the ball starts rolling. Then you got break. No, Baker Mayfield beat us when Fields' first start. I get it, but I mean, 
come on, man, we can go down there and beat Baker, I think. And then if you're two and zero going to KC, and then maybe, maybe you just hit fucking Mahomes in the mouth a few times, and actually put pressure on him, then and maybe you get an upset. Who's who knows? And then if you start, it's like in 01, who would have thought the Bears would be thirteen and three coming off a five and eleven year? And it happened. It, things like that happened. 05, they were one and three and finished the year eleven and five. That's after Mike Brown said, we suck when we lost to Cleveland after having a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. So turnarounds happen, and why not the Bears this year? I'm sorry. I'm going to give you false optimism because that's the way I feel on it, man. Fields is my and I want Fields to, to win a fucking Super Bowl. I want him to be like my Aaron Rodgers. I want him to be beating Green Bay for two decades now. But I can write. I agree with what you're saying, Dan, <laughs> but I think if we look at it, basically from an overall point of view. I don't think none of us will say Bears are going 17 and 0. Of course. So, so I think that when we just look at it in retrospect, we just look at it and say, okay, I think they'd probably be like an 11 and 6. Well, I, while I agree with you that we can win possibly any of those games, but I'm still looking at it from a point of view of overall, I'm thinking we'd probably be 11 and 6. So what would be your prediction as far as that? Even if you don't want to do a game by game, breakdown what would be your prediction as far as overall hey man if you can give me 11 and 6 i'll i'll be i mean that shit that makes me happy that makes me think you can win the division there so i'll take that i'll just say 11 and 6 just to give you a record because okay. it's hard for me to look at a game and say we're gonna lose that one because when they if they actually lose it i'll blame it on myself like well, i was the one who predicted them to lose so right, right. <laughs> well, that's what i'm saying i mean just why i say if you just could give us an overall what do you think so he agrees with us. Eleven and six. Yeah, I'll I'll go ten and seven, eleven and six, saying that it's plausible. Okay. I mean, Again, if you now if they lose to Green Bay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to step on her. Go ahead. My bad. No, I my think Glob had ten and seven too. Oh, Glob Davina. Yeah, Glob had uh ten and, ten and seven. seven. Yeah. Can you imagine ten and seven, eleven and six? I'm gonna, I'm you... gonna tell y'all why I did twelve and five. Okay. I saw your whole thing. So. Yes, uh, uh, I was calculating last season wins, how many wins we lost by less than uh, one score, and then how many ones we, we lost by less than three points, less than a field goal. Okay, and I calculate the team we had last year with the team we have this year. We have a team of players who don't like to lose, who don't think they're going to lose. I was just watching this video uh, that was either today or yesterday, the St. Brown brothers, and they were doing, you know, they always, always going at each other with their predictions and stuff like that. And um, <laughs> yes, he says the Bears are going to the Super Bowl, and fucking St. Brown like, dude, fuck out of here. You can't even say it with a straight face. And he was like, he looks at him and said, "We're going to the Super Bowl." Said, "What you gonna bet on it?" <laughs> this man believes with everything in him that this is not the same team from last year. Justin Fields, how, okay, he didn't show it on the field, but he did say what? I don't like to lose. I'm sick of hearing we're almost there. I want to see it. He said before the season has started, they have shown me that they believe in me and that they want us to win. So when Jessen goes out there, this is a guy that's not used to losing. I watched him in Ohio State in college. Mm -hmm. He's going to go out. He's going to get it 
everything he got. You talking about the running back room. You talking about Khalil Herbert. You he don't even know he's gonna start. You talking about some a guy you got foreman that came in to start. You got this rookie that's eager to start. Our running back room is lit. Our wide receiver room is wide open. Our offensive line, if it stands up, okay, we don't know what our defense can do. But do we think our defense is going to give up 35 points a game like they did last year? <laughs> I don't think so. Not with these guys, especially not the back end. I think we're going to have the top five back end in the league. Covered sex. Now, as far as getting to the quarterback, I, I don't, I'm not going to say our sacks are going to be up there. But as far as interception, these boys come into play every game. Okay? So that's going to cause pressure. That's going to cause quarterbacks to hold the ball a little more. Mm-hmm. I think this Bears team is going to do what they couldn't do last year, and that's finish out games. And we're looking at a 12 and 5 record and a team that believes they could win the Super Bowl. And if they get in the playoffs, you best believe this is gonna be a scary team. I'm fucking sold. She she got me. I'm believing. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm so ready for the season to start. You bunch hey, of hey, homers. Hey, listen, listen. I said, don't, I, I said don't I'd stand back to back in an alley with Shay at any time, even at night. <laughs> She'll cover my ass. You hear me? I got your six, Foster. Thank you. <laughs> bang, bang. I'm just, I'm just saying. You, 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 Dan. You said something that was actually, actually, awesome today. What you said is, you know, like who says we're gonna lose to Kansas City in Week Three? So I, I, I just want to like, I'm, I'm not the homer, but I, I, you know what I mean. I, I'm gonna be a little homer right now. I'm gonna be a little homer right now and just say. Week number three, if somehow we beat the Kansas City Chiefs, y'all, if somehow we beat the Chiefs, that's that's when the league is on notice. That is the day that the league is officially on notice. The Chicago Bears are a thing again. Mm-hmm. That's actually all it all it really takes. Yep. If they come out there and pump Patrick Mahomes and the and them boys, they really? go three zero and beat KC. Yes. I want to throw a sentence in because I I always say this. So I think Kansas City is going to beat the Bears, but I shouldn't believe everything that I think because it's not always true. Because I think I'm 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 trying to breathe hope right now. You're shitting on the hope. No, Matt, Matt, you're not hearing me. Wait, wait, Matt, you're not hearing me. I'm backing you up. I'm backing you up. Just because right. I think we're going to lose to Kansas City doesn't mean I'm right. Hey, a lot Thank of our enough. followers, a lot of our people on Twitter, they're going to that game. That's the game that – because last year we did two away games. Most of the people did Atlanta and Dallas. The Kansas City game is the game this year everybody's talking about. It's going to be a oh, lot yes. down there for that game. I that's... have a feeling there would be nothing sweeter than that, really. That's a yeah. Super Bowl for us. Real talk. Real, real, for real, for real. That is a Super Bowl this year for us. Like I, I'm no, just we beating the beating the Packers twice. Oh, that, oh no, that's a, smacking that's the Lions at least one time. That'll be good enough for me. Okay, all right. I, I, I don't I care if we beat Kansas City, but beating the Packers, and I'm talking about manhandling. Yes. I want it yes. to be ugly. Please, please. 
conversely, if Jordan Love beats us opening day, then it sets a tone for another <laughs> long season. <laughs> the hell, Dan? What the hell, bro? Hold on a second. We do a little thing here, Dan. We have to remove you for certain shit. That was... <laughs> <laughs> he came. He came on the show. He blew smoke up her ass and, and shat on our dreams. No, no, I didn't say that he was going to win. I said, no, but I if know. he does, that's going to be devastating for the It'll Bears moving forward. That'll be awful. But if they could beat Green Bay, then that builds some momentum to go yeah. beat the bald fuck Matt Nagy in Week Three. I hope. It this does. is what I'm but saying. If we right? lose like, Green Bay, I'm Nagy with Vendetta. you. If we, if we lose to Jordan Love Week One. I mean, Twitter, you come out, you come out, the Bears have, we harassed all season. It's going to be mayhem. We're never hit the end of it until the next game we play Jordan Love. Like, for real. Justin Fields is not, but he's not going to play with it. He's going to go in there, he's going to handle business. He didn't want to lose last year. I'm telling you, Jordan, we got, the, we got, with Justin Fields, we got exactly what we wanted as Bears fans. We've never had a, a player like that, let alone a quarterback. Never. We thought that was going to be Mitch, but Mitch never was the guy to be like, yes, was he a good leader? Yes. Was he a good guy? Yes. He had all the things we, we wanted, but he didn't have that thing to say, I don't like to lose. And, and we, like, our team is going to be the best team. Like, I just didn't feel that certain thing with Mitch talk. Like, Justin, yeah. like, you already know what type of player he is. Justin he has that confidence. That yes. When, like, when he was in high school, when he was in high school, he went to compete for the, for the state. He didn't go to make friends. He said, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win. And he beat out Trevor Lawrence. You always know in high school and college, they was number one, number two. Mm -hmm. But Justin Fields wanted to show he was number one. It didn't mm -hmm. matter if people thought Trevor Lawrence was number one. Mm -hmm. That wasn't that was that didn't come across his mind one time. Mm -hmm. Justin Fields, when he goes out on that field, he thinks he's the top guy on the field every time. That's what you want in your quarterback. That's what you want in your leader. And he went to that QB yeah. camp with with Trevor Lawrence in it and made him look silly. It was like the, the yeah the seven on yeah. He smacked, he like set a bunch of records. He had like a 70 something percent completion percentage, and everyone else was like 50 or below or, or, or worse. 78, 78 uh, uh, percentage. And, yeah. uh, and Shay, I, he, Shay, where I live in Georgia, he could have, I could have gone to see him play in high school. My buddy kept saying, You got to go see this. You know he's he, he's like the second rated quarterback, the first or second rated quarterback going into college. He's like he should he should be right by you. And I'm like, yeah, he'll never be a bear. Why would I go do that? You know. Uh-huh. I could have gone and seen Justin Fields play in high school. The thing that got me was when I heard Peyton Manning speak about him, and it's like you hear a lot of a lot of quarterbacks talked about, and. Then you hear him come in his first year and have a bad year. And you hear a guy like Peyton say, <laughs> look, Peyton, I always believe he wants to lead a team. Now, I don't know if it's GM level or coaching level, but I think he's always wanted to lead the team. I think he wanted to come in and lead Justin Fields, and he, he saw an opportunity. But Peyton said one thing that, Made me know Justin's gonna be fan in the league. 
Dude is tough as nails, okay? Dude is tough as nails. With quarterbacks like him, the fastest way to see them out the league is see them point figures at the other guy. You see them not want to get up and suit up and play. You see them want to fake injuries. Whether they injure it or not, they want to be out of games. This is a guy who's injured, who wants to play injured. Mm-hmm. You hear me? Mm-hmm. So he don't care what the losing record is. I'm mm-hmm. injured. I want to play. I want to be out there with my guy. That, so certain people see it and certain people don't. Yes, you're not going to have all the tools, but Peyton was one of them guys. He wasn't trying to throw for 400 yards a game. He was a management quarterback. Mm-hmm. Manage the game. Sometimes it's about game management. And if right. a quarterback can do that, they could be successful in the NFL. be interesting to see if uh... – Peyton Manning does get into some kind of coaching role or, gov- or um, you know, head position on a team role because historically you look at, you know, great players don't do well as coaches and general managers and stuff. I mean, I know there's been a couple of them, but but historically they don't. Like John Elway hasn't really done shit with – well, I guess he he brought in Peyton Manning and they won a Super Bowl. But he's never been able to get that quarterback. And he was he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, and he can't get a quarterback on that team unless it's Peyton Manning. He can't draft one to save his life. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm with you on that. You know, I, I was always uh, one of them people who felt like, you know, that wasn't a guy who did the big numbers, but it, he was a very consistent quarterback. He managed the pocket very well. I'm talking about a quarterback that literally don't need a coach or a playbook. He just yeah. come up to the pocket. He just he dissect the defense. And right. He changed the play or called the play accordingly. I Omaha. Mean, he, he's the guy, if, if if me, if I had an organization, I was going to bring a guy off the street to come teach my quarterback, it'd be paid. I'm not going to lie. It'd be paid. I would too. <clears throat> no, no, no disrespect to Tom Brady. No disrespect to Tom Brady. Tom Brady, that dog. Tom Brady, that dog. But I know he don't want to do that right now. It's amazing how Tom Brady can just retire and he's got 18 jobs lined up, you know? <laughs> I think you're muted, PJ, unless you unless you want to be. Yeah, I was uh, trying to take care of some. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking to us. No, 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 no. He's got that stuff going on. What was that, man? <laughs> what was that? Dude, I was making some dumb comment like normal. I don't know. I was just trying to make sure Papa Smurf wasn't talking back there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's funny you brought up Mitch there a little while ago, Shay. I, I was I watched a clip today, and uh, apparently Ryan Ryan Pace didn't even call Mitch when they picked him. You know how you normally call, you know, there's a phone call. Ryan Paul's on the phone. Mm-hmm. They didn't even call Mitch. So when 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 Roger Goodell announced his name, everybody in the in the room was like, "Yo, who did who did the Bears trade up to draft?" Mitch didn't even know. Swift said the Bears going 17 and 0. Damn. 17 and 0, Swifty. You're you're a brave man. That's a homer brave for man. real. But man. That's a homer yeah, that's right that's real homer shit right there. But like let's 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 be real. I let oh, I let if, let last week Cliff can... said in Cliff said in the chat, he said Shorty's gonna keep calling eleven and six until they finally are eleven and six, and he can say all along that he called it. <laughs> 
Because I called 11 and 6 last year, too. So I hope that doesn't take another 17 years. If, if you call 17 and 0, you just keep calling it eventually if it happens. Right. <laughs> you know, the, the, the crazy thing about that, though, on um, every week that the Bears play, I predict them to win that week. So while I'll say like 11 and 6 overall, but come season time, it's like, okay, first game, oh, yeah, we'll beat, we, we're going we're gonna to beat the Green Bay Packers. Right. And whenever we get to the Kansas City, the week of, I'm like, you know what? We can beat these guys. So yeah. I can, I always convince myself we can win whatever game we're playing. Yeah. But like I was trying to tell uh, Dan, the overall, I'm thinking, well, we'd probably be like 10 and 7, uh, 11 and 6, something like that. But every week, I'm believing we're winning that game. So that's why I can never be a better for those of you guys who bet. I can never bet because I would always bet on the Bears to win. That's why I don't play that's okay. So I guess I'm a homer just like you, PJ. We're together still. Oh, well. I'm a homer. You're a yeah, homer. You're like homer. 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 I my league last year for Justin Fields. I put Justin Fields. I started with Lamar. I started the league with Lamar as my quarterback. I want to say like week four or five, he was injured. Justin Fields, that's when he went. Woo! I was yeah, I had the exact same setup. I had the I exact swear, same was, setup last year. I was averaging like 30 to 40 fantasy points from Justin Fields per week for like six weeks straight. I was like, Man, he kept breaking his own records. Huh? He kept breaking his own records. Yeah, and it was like, it's weird. It's like I never put them in my lineups because I am a homer and they don't do well or play well when I use them. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm jinxing my team. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I just leave them alone, let them be. But Justin, Justin performed last year. Like people have no idea how awesome he played last year. I mean, he at one point he had broken an NFL record and like two Bears records at the same time, and then he came back and I think he broke both of those records again. <laughs> he broke like six records or more last year. So I can't even imagine. That's nothing. That's nothing. But they got his cleats for a Hall of Fame game. They got his cleats for that Hall for 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 his cleats is um, gonna be up there in Cleveland because I think he ran for over was it two hundred yards. He rushed for, yeah. But uh, was what, what he, had uh, three, he had three uh three passing touchdowns and and uh, a rushing touchdowns and he ran for over two hundred yards or something, yeah, something like that. It was a crazy stat, but yeah. yeah. So I want to ask you guys a question. Wait, screw you, Swifty. Sorry. All right. What on. do you think, Justin? Out of these two things, which one do you think Justin Fields will achieve this year? 30 passing touchdowns or 3,500 yards? 30 passing touchdowns easily. Huh. Say it again. 30 passing touchdowns easily. You know why I say that? First of all, our end zone, our red zone, Justin Fields didn't have a big issue in the red zone. The only time you saw his issues in the red zone was the commander's game. Now, when, when the Bears get in the red zone, they was a dangerous team last year. Now we got two big tight ends, capable pass-catching tight ends. Then we have a running back that can catch it in the back. The rookie running back can catch it. 
You can use ESB, and you got a number one receiver. So I'm thinking you got Claypool. That's a big body. And, and for some reason, for some reason, before we got Robert Tunyon, oh. I thought he was going to use Claypool as like a tight end kind of. He is that know. size, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he played in Notre Dame, and uh, he, he played a couple reps at tight end. A lot of people don't recognize that. So he so he played some tight end in in, yeah. in Canada too. Yeah. Right? So, so he, he actually. So I was to, thinking to that, but they didn't do that. But that's still a big body, right? That's mm -hmm. still a big body end zone threat. So you think about that, and you think about Justin Fields. You know, his feet is gonna always gonna be now. They're gonna be looking for him to run. So mm -hmm. that's always gonna be a thing. Now I think he's gonna have so many red zone. Like his his touchdowns, I don't even think I don't know if he'll throw for thirty five hundred yards. Everybody want him to throw for four thousand yards to be that first quarterback. I don't care. I think so he's you, going you, to score a lot of of touchdowns. You notice I went to thirty five hundred because four thousand is is we we have. I don't think we've we've eclipsed thirty two hundred. Right okay. so. 30, 35 is a good is a good baseline metric. It's actually the metric that I've used for I'm years. I'm giving Justin Fields forty plus touchdowns this year. Why, why do I say that? Because why do you say that? I'm just curious. Okay, I'll tell you why. This is why Wait, I say. That. I love it. This is why I say that. Justin Fields held on to the ball because he did not trust his wide receivers. He did not trust them to throw the ball over the middle. He has the number one over the middle wide receiver now that just came to his team. Yes. Everybody's looking at this young man as like, oh, like, he's not even going to be the deep ball threat. He's going to be the guy that's going to go to the middle and Justin's going to say, that's my guy right there. And he's going to let the ball go with no ease. See, everybody had a problem with that last year, but I didn't have a problem with that because Justin – is more so about ball security than he cares about making a play. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks he holds on to the ball because he wants to make the big play. That's not it. He doesn't trust his receivers on certain short intermediate routes if he feels like the defense is, is, is at a certain level. He actually reads defense better than people give him credit for. Mm -hmm. A lot of it, too, is 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 – People thought he was he couldn't trust his offensive line, but you make a good point about it being the wide receivers he couldn't receiver. in situations. It's actually it's a combination of both. Nobody. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a perfect example. Cole Komet. Cole Komet is the perfect example. You see how Cole Komet would just uh, throw him the ball to try to trust him. He used to do this thing where where he used to bobble the ball a lot. He used to bobble the ball a lot. But when, when Cole started making those catches, Justin just, he anticipated more with Cole. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even like he was thinking about it no more. He just mm -hmm. trusted him. He became he somebody he was looking for. This man's trust. Yep. He's not just going to let the ball go. He's not. Yep. He's not. I just, I just want to take a moment real quick and thank the people in the uh, chat. I appreciate you guys' comments and uh, the way you're uh, – Interacting in the chat, so thank you guys in the chat. Uh, Cliff, shout out to you. Cliff, shout out to you, man. Notorious Big. 
Jeremy Leo Tito. Factor One. Leo Doug Factor. Leo G. Jeremy Munoz. <laughs> Doug Van Dorn. Marcus Malterer. Swifty and Company. Swifty, I mean. Come on, Swifty. 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 Leo Factor One. It must be heard across the Marcellus Jordan. <laughs> I wish I had your ode to chat just ready to play. <laughs> I'll have to do that. Shay, yeah, man, you're, 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 it's, it's just like I say, the, the evaluation is out, right? Like we're, we're, the, the, we have to wait and really see what the man would do. You know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to. There, there's that that middle of the field game was such an issue last year. And those two factors that both you and Dan quickly brought up were truly what caused it. The, re the wide receivers weren't getting the separation that they needed. If they were getting that separation, Justin might have hit them that much more frequently and tucked and run that much less. Um, guys like Cole, why Cole gets that many targets or got that many targets is because his separation is not the same as everybody else. It's literally just length and boxing out. It's, it's basketball. Heck, I, I can trust that guy. So he's going to get those targets. Unfortunately, just like you said, Cole really wasn't holding on to the ball, right? If he was holding easily, on to the ball. Easily the star with the ball. He had to show a little toughness, tenacity to get the ball. Boom, 100%. I got it. Go uphill. You, as a tight end, you got to play like a running back. I'm going to hit you. You're not going to hit me. <laughs> It's, so, it's body, right? It's, you you yeah, got a body, body to do the, 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 the So you kind of think that change mid-season with Cole. Like, you kind of seen that change. You kind of seen um, so, Jesse kind of trust him a little more, a lot more. Jesse well, actually, was just robbing uh, it to him. Actually, uh, Komet had a worse season than he, last year than he did the year before. Uh, he started he, out slow. That's what I'm saying. But he uh, A lot he, of drops. He did have more touchdowns, though. He did have more touchdowns last year. Red I think, zone. I think the fact zone. that with uh, with the receivers, I agree with you, Shay, on this part. I think with the receivers we have now, it'll open up things a lot more for uh, other players because I think when you have the deep threat in Scott as well as Mooney, you can have uh, more underneath yeah. as well as uh, Velas and uh, other people underneath, and they all have speed. I think mm -hmm. the slowest receiver we have is what four four two speed. I think so. I think it, I think it'll be a lot different this year for uh, Justin. And uh, to answer Matt's question, I think I'll go with more thirty five hundred yards as opposed to thirty touchdowns. I will, I will okay. go with thirty five hundred yards. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on that thirty five hundred yards. I've been crying for thirty touchdowns for forever. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe total touchdowns with rushing, but right, thirty-five hundred right. yards passing would be the goal that I'd be looking for out of Justin this year over the thirty touchdowns for sure. They will survive. Oh, so I think they'll survive. He had twenty-five last year, right? He had twenty-five. Twenty-five total rush. Twenty-five rushing. I think okay, he, had he had seventeen passing. So what he had seventeen and what? 17, 17 passing, 17. eight rushing. Seventeen and eight, eight something rushing. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, run near as much this year. Yeah, so he better not run that much this year. I hope not. <laughs> no, he better run that much this year. Y'all crazy. No, no we don't want him to run that much. Go ahead. Please do not put this man in no box. Do not put Justin in no box. Love this that. is what they didn't do the year before, what they should have tapped into. 
his dual threat ability. Now remember, Jessica did not get hurt. He did not get hurt on a run play. He got hurt in a pocket. He is special with the gift with his legs, and he know when to slide. Does he thing, hit late? Yes. One thing I got to say is this. If you run Justin like you did last year, he'll be running to the IR. Yeah, you're asking for trouble. You're asking for trouble. I, I was just gonna say, like, how many how many running mobile much. quarterbacks make it to your six? How many times six? did Justin get hit on a run play last year? Hold, hold, hold on, Shay. how many times does a does a how many times how many mobile quarterbacks have you seen make it to their to to their second contract and two seasons, two more seasons into their second contract? Uh, Cam Newton didn't do it. Who? Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Got, so Lamar Jackson still has a year to go to get into his second contract. Patrick Mahomes is not a mobile quarterback. No, Patrick he's mobile, Mahomes but he's not a running quarterback. He's not, not fast at all. Quarterback. Okay, I don't expect Jackson to run for thirteen hundred yards, but I'm talking about a dual threat. Why would you take that away from him? But did you just not say you want him to run more? No, did you just say I, that? The same. The same. He the ran for twelve hundred yards. Listen, listen. Remember, he didn't run for like seven games last year. But he, he ran for twelve hundred yards. But 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 he still didn't run for like six of the first games. So imagine if he ran for another thousand yards and it was spread out through the season. Just I'm just thinking logically, right? Okay. So he didn't run. He didn't run for like the first six games of the year. So logically, we take three hundred yards. We say he run for like nine hundred yards, six scores. That I will keep that because that is his. Now teams got to prepare for Justin. That's totally different. If I was one thing, Glob said that made sense. Luke Gessie and play calling. He has to improve. If we go into this season knowing what Justin could do, do a threat, and we start the first five games not utilizing his legs, that would be a huge mistake. And my I, like, I like what Doug had, what Doug Van Dorn has to say here. I want to see wrote uh, wrote Rashawn Johnson, who has a good QB arm, take the handoff, fade back, and hit Justin twenty yards down the field. And streak down for the touchdown. That would be me awesome. too. The Chicago special. Yeah, that's like probably but one trick they can run out the year. McDavid on like four David or five McDermott. times in a season. David Montgomery could throw the ball. They didn't you utilize can, his arm not you, one you time. You can set him up with that play, PJ. You can set him up with that play. No, I know David's gone. What I'm saying is, before we traded David Montgomery, never forget David Montgomery. Was a quarterback as well. Yeah, we didn't utilize him for one of those type of plays, and I was, as a fan, I was disheartened. Like not one trick play to mm -hmm. Jackson Fields, and yeah. Jackson Fields got burners. Well, I think, I mean, honestly, to go to what you're saying, Shorty, I think with uh, the trick play, yeah, you can run a trick play once or twice in a year. I don't want to sit up there and get to the point where. It's like a staple, and then we turn into the Matt Nagy offense all over again, where we always try to be trick plays. <laughs> Santa Slay, baby, here we go. Man, I'm just saying, I just don't want to. Yeah, I want to do all that, but yeah, one or two, fine. No, but no, error, I, I'm not trying to depend on Justin Fields to run the ball that much. I mean, if you get seven, eight hundred yards, 
I'm cool with that. But I don't want to have him get no 1,200 yards. I'd rather yeah, him yeah. throw the ball for 3,500 sure. yards. For sure. For sure. But I'd like, rather you throw for 4,500 yards. But here's, <laughs> here's what I would rather. I would rather that the offense is actually somewhat effectively distributed through all these new weapons, including yeah. Justin. I don't want Justin to run for, a, for 1,100 yards at all. I, I don't. I'd like to see him run for maybe – 700 if he does better than that that's great but more importantly i want to see those running backs take on much more of that responsibility i want to see I the actual wide receivers take on much more of that responsibility from a yardage perspective because you know we can all sit here and say they didn't cut it last year and hopefully two things will really ha- like there's two things i'm really looking for from justin First one is not is out of his control, and that is just you know that the offensive line can protect him better than they did last year. I think we're in a position where you know we all feel somewhat confident in that. Um, the second thing is I need him to get a quick release, quick release. And I got slayed for saying that last year, just a little bit quicker. A little I, bit quicker. I, 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 I'm not surprised that you did. I, I'm I, and at the same time, he didn't utilize any level of a quick release last year because it was a, oh, shit, nobody's open. I, I, I got a bill. I got to get out of here. And, yeah. and and I can't blame him for that at all. But this time around, if the protection is there, hit that middle guy, get get seven. Hit that middle guy, get seven. So somebody just said, I hope Nikhil Harry is brought back. Who else wanted Nikhil Harry over? Um, Cause they, I, I, I heard that they resigned. Um, oh, what is his name? Is he still on the roster? Pettis. Pettis. Yeah, Pettis. I'd rather have Nikhil Pettis Harry over Pettis. And I was very distraught because Nikhil Harry is one of the people that was hurt going into the season, and mm-hmm. when he got the ball thrown to him, he either caught it or nobody caught it. I liked it. How he was as yeah. a receiver. Either this offense takes time to learn. To this offense takes time to learn. We saw that with Justin. It took a little a little while before, you know, eventually they kind of changed up, made it a little bit easier by calling more running design plays for Justin. You know, you, they go in and bring Claypool in the middle of the year. Everybody expects them to just start fucking off the bat like he's a Hall of Famer. No, every for everybody, this offense takes a little bit to learn. They've said that multiple times. So, well, I think Nikhil Harry himself is included in that. I, I, I think with uh, well, I agree with what Cliff said in the chat. Cliff said that if we can get Justin three seconds to pass the ball, we'd be all right. And I think with this improved offensive line, we should be able to do that. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Nikhil Harry. I think he did okay in uh, New England. He didn't really do nothing for us as far as Pettis. I don't see him being one of our top seven wide receivers either. So both of them, I mean, yeah, nice guys, you know, decent, but to contribute on this team, no, no. I feel, I feel like Nikhil Harry, we can't talk about Chase Claypool and talk about Nikhil Harry and say, well, Chase Claypool didn't have an opportunity, but Nikhil Harry did. Like, no. I wasn't well, saying that. I was just saying it. The offense. No, but I'm saying the man yeah. was injured. Right. And then when he got the opportunity, he was like the fifth. The fifth. He, and when he Did got we, the ball thrown at him, he didn't drop the ball. But like, the, I didn't he trade for, about Pettis. 
I can't but, say that about ESB. I can't say that about. But the that problem is, though, Shay. The problem is you have uh, Claypool with a proven record in Pittsburgh that he actually has some production. Absolutely. Nikhil Harry has never had that proven record. So Absolutely. even in the brief stints that he had getting the ball thrown to him here, he didn't really do much with it. I mean, he did okay, but he didn't do that much. Whereas, yeah, Claypool, he didn't do a whole lot either, but he did a whole lot in Pittsburgh. So I don't think I've seen either one of them on the Bears enough. And as far as if they're going to bring back players and give opportunities, Still, I would have gave Harry an opportunity over. Now, people going to say not ESB because ESB made more plays. He also had more drops. He also talked more games. Okay? I think Nikhil Harry deserve another look at as far as at least bringing him in for a workout, having him and giving him an opportunity because we didn't get to see him enough. Is he um, unsigned? Say he's not to call him trash. You know, is he unsigned? I believe he I, is. I'm not sure if he's unsigned, guys. And that's what I was going to ask. I, I think we traded for him last year. But it was, he was in the last year of his contract. No. So we, we spent capital we on him is really what I'm trying to ask? Huh? No. I think he had the one year, which was last year. It was nothing else guaranteed. Right. Yeah, yeah but did we, we spend. Owe him anything. No. Didn't we trade a but seventh did we to spend New England capital for him? on him? He was getting a seventh. We spent a seventh this to New England for him. We spent 24 seventh. Seventh. Okay. If you just if we threw a seventh round picket, like if it was a higher pick, I would think we might really be considering bringing him back. Like I, I did he I, show him anything? I can't. Hmm. Did he show him anything? I, I, you know, he was okay. I mean, I think. I don't you know. know. I like think, it's the best I can give the guy. Is 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 well, okay? I think it's a money issue. I mean, if he's asking for more than the it's, minimum, I don't think the Bears are interested. I mean, I don't think it, it, DJ, I won't. I wouldn't call it a money issue. What I would call it is a is like is a roster slot issue. It's a now death we're talking issue. potentially. Like we're talking about potentially the seventh or eighth wide receiver on this team, right? So well, that's what I'm saying. the other guys are locks. There's 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 capital that has been spent on those guys, right? Yeah. Moore's here. Uh, Claypool's here, Mooney's here, Scott's here, Bellis Jones is here, for sure. ESB is signed. He's here for sure. Um, Pettis is signed. He's also here for sure. No, he's not. So no, not, not, if not they cut sure. – fair enough. If they cut Pettis, I'm just being Pettis real here. If they cut Pettis, it's a small amount of change to cut. It's not a big deal. But right. they'll do that just so that they can reach down to that 53. Anybody after that at wide receiver now is pretty questionable. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, so why would you bring him in? If why would you keep Nikhil Harry because he's a number two wide receiver for blocking, for run blocking? Look it up. Okay. But what I'm saying so, is, so ZSB, why, though. Why would you ZSB's bring him in? That too. Why would you bring him in if you got these other options and then trying to guarantee him some money if that's what he's I looking no for? No guarantees, competition. I think Brian Paul okay. is going to be all about competition. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, so to me, if. If I he's think we beat out Pettis and ESB. I don't think it beat out ESB. No, because ESB is a better blocker and he knows the system better. He he didn't beat out ESB and last this, year. Is really what we Jesse system. That's the only thing that's going to help ESB because he knows the system. I don't mm -hmm. think he actually he's not. Go look on the record 
Uh, Nikhil Harry, the, the season, he played a full season. ESB is not a better blocker than Nikhil Harry. And you they're number no one and two, and I believe ESB was number two. You don't have a stat to show that he's a better blocker or not. There's no stat to show that. But as far as knowing the system, ESB comes from the system. Kerry doesn't. ESB stayed healthy all year. Kerry, Harry didn't. So the, the you, you you're comparing. Well, so blocking, you can look at you can look at uh, yards per carry. As far as run blockers, they had. You said there's no stat. They to show had he's a better blocker. Listed at the number two blocking run blocking wide receiver. Now I don't know where they're getting that data from, but that's what they had him listed at. So whoever so, PJ, she's she's right. The the top two, like I'll, I'll back exactly. up. The whoever top two were, were ESB and and Nikhil Harris. Actually, compromised and says he's a better blocker. Now last season, I don't think we saw enough to judge. Now Ryan Pose, they gonna bring all the competition in. We gonna have, we gonna have, we gonna see who who's gonna get a slot. I don't think he's not gonna promise any of his guys anything. I think ESB got a better chance because he knows the system. And this is his second year within playing with the Bears within that system of full season. So I do he, I think he does have a better advantage, but I wouldn't mind getting uh Nikhil Harry another play. I, I actually I actually liked I actually liked Nikhil Harry's play, although it was very limited last year. I wish we had the opportunity to see more from him. I wish he got the opportunity to to do a little bit more himself. Marcus bit, said he had I, that nice care, catch over Jair Alexander. That was his first game catch. back from injury. Great play. That was and his he, first and, game back from injury. And guess what happened? He went up, caught the ball, did not get touched, it. came down, got was basically hurt, gave up on the play. The referee did him a favor and called him down when he was actually wasn't even touched. He was hurt after making that fantastic play. He was done for, and he came out the game right after that. So the point being is we already got six good wide receivers, well, six wide receivers that I know is pretty much going to make the team. Bringing in the seventh, I don't think he's going to sign. Who are your six, DJ? The six being uh, DJ Moore, uh, Mooney, Claypool, uh, Velas Jones, the uh, – the uh, rookie Scott, Scott and then at ESB ESB okay and now, Pringle who's also signed to season with Mooney Mooney is in Pringle is not here Mooney Pringle is not going to start the season oh, hold on you saying Pringle is still here I'm pretty sure Pringle is signed I'm like Pringle, 95 I, I think Pringle's sure. gone man Pringle's gone yeah are Pringle's you sure mm. yeah they brought back Pettis not Pringle right. my right. bad. Yeah, thank yeah. you for thank you for the yeah, correction there. So, so right now I think thank we have seven wide receivers. We have seven. Well, we have more than that, but those are the top seven. And okay. I don't think with the contract that Pet has got, if they if we get rid of him, it ain't gonna be it ain't gonna really count. It's not it's not a big deal. It's not I think we, how many wide receivers are we gonna keep? Six. I think they brought back Pettis because he knows the system. He was here last year, and it's better to bring back somebody who's already familiar. Within the system, it, again, it's not one of the top guys. He's not going Pettis to Pettis was an insurance policy. Yes, and then yes. When we, Pettis, and then Pettis when we uh, drafted uh, Scott, now Pettis can go. And so was ESB. Right. ESB, there's no way they was going to let him walk. Not with his run block, other... not with him knowing this system. It doesn't matter. That's one of the people that a lot of people kind of felt the biasness. With, you know, 
he could drop a ball, but Bailey Jones Jr. can't drop a ball, right? They haven't re-signed yes, Harry yet, so. Oh yeah, yeah, he dropped some balls last year, boy. <laughs> oh come on now, hold on now, hold on. The only but the only I, I'm not an ESP no, no, fan. No, 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 no. Like, no stretch of imagination. Balls last year. <laughs> he he was also the only guy who was able to catch him. Like that's the only thing I can give. I can give ESB. He was on the field and he was able to catch. I love. He, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's I all he did last year. I, I have no love for the guy. He's a he's a former Green Bay Packer. But right. From I, what I, I saw ESB, last year, I, but, from what I saw but. last year, he played hard. He deserves to be on this team. He knows the he offense, some, and he, he caught he some important catches. He, man. he dropped footballs because he was available. He was on the field and no. open enough to be targeted. Your boy Nikhil Harry wasn't on the field. Where was Let he? Let me tell you something. Claypool Where got was Byron, 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 Byron on every Pringle. Pringle. Yeah, Byron Pringle was also pass. hurt too. He Hold on, guys. He hey, a great player, and I'm glad we had him. Balls. We ain't, no, I think you're thinking of Dante Pettis. He's the one that dropped the most balls last year. I think it was probably Pettis. Like he yeah, was Pettis. actually low-key. EQ had some too, and he also was bad on breaking for the ball, guys. I like EQ, but go back and look at all the passes that he made the break on late. That's yes. why I was I had a guy I wanted yes. to draft to pick up a UDFA yes. who's, who's better on the break. He's as good a blocker. Jaden Hazelwood. That was my guy to become the next the EQ, but he's quicker on the break and he'll catch more balls. I love EQ, man. If we didn't have him last year, could you imagine what the season without him last year? Yeah, I, 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 I bet we would have been uh, the worst team in the league. For yeah, sure, for it, sure. It could have been even worse, man. Like yeah. one we wouldn't have needed Lovey's help if if we did honestly Son if we didn't bitch. have ESP last year. I have to say it. He was kind of low key clutch. Like I I, I can't. So knock my thing down. is my thing is what is he gonna do this year? Is he gonna approve? You it, low key clutch? No, he's no, gonna. He, he want clutch? No, you can't call him clutch because we didn't win games because of him. Ain't nobody was, else was catching no, footballs no, 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 on no, the team. Ain't no, no. We, he won. Not, not. I received him. Hold on, Shay. You got, you got, you got to yeah. follow me Even now. Mooney, yeah. they all suck. Yeah. You, you, you got to follow me here. Mooney I'm wasn't. Not calling Mooney him clutch. Hurt. I'm not doing that. Hold on. And I'm following bro on Twitter. I like bro. I'm not calling him clutch. You don't. I will. Mooney got. Mooney got hurt. Claypool got hurt. Neither one of them put up any kind of respectable numbers. Um, like who who's left to talk about? Really? Like Valus Jones was dropping kickoffs, let alone passes. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like we can oh go all boy, the way down the line Cole here. Komet, that was the answer last year. That Cole was Komet, fair, that that's was a good point. For real, for real. That was just the go-to guy last year. <laughs> we have a new guest to the show. J2K, no. you just hopped in on a heated wide receiver. Yeah, you guys are going off. I love it. J2K, oh, back me on this one, bro. Fuck you, you J2K. tell me, J2K. Hey, that's J2K. You, What's up, you guys? J2K. Let's and this hear it. Let's hear it. Who's the J2K. new person? Okay? I'm Shay. Shay. I'm Queen of the North. Check out my new, my new nice. channel. I'm starting it this season. A lot She's of people are wearing green phones, right now. And they talk me into it. You know, Swift Sports, I kind of kind of got a little, uh, uh, how do I want to say it? Like, I was inspired, I was inspired by Swift doing his thing last year. I loved it. I loved how he, he talks about every player on the Bears from the 
third string to the first string from the first guy to the next guy, you know, all the talent. I like that. Yeah. I like people to yeah. be diverse. I like fans to talk their feelings. I like no holes bar opinions. That's the type of But you can't wear no green next time you're on the show. Hey, she's a vet, man. She can wear green. Man, it's my army green. I'm representing. There you go. J2K, real quick. What what happened was, I don't remember exactly what happened, but somehow I ran across her and started reading her stuff, and I'm like, I like what this lady's saying. She's got this shit. So so then we kind of, I sent her that thing of, of when I was fucking with Cliff about his meatloaf. (laughs) <laughs> and she put that out there and I was freaking out because I got like 2,000 views overnight and I, I don't do that shit, I don't even know what I'm doing but we've been talking now since since we befriended each other and I was just like man, you gotta come on our show and, and say this oh, shit yeah. on the air yeah, yeah. I, I posted her I, uh, I'm Foster and uh, Glob's friend on Twitter, so we talk a lot of shit on Twitter and uh, uh-huh. he asked me like a month ago to come out and uh, I couldn't do it to next week, but since Bob was gonna be on here today, I thought let's let's both do it. Why not? You, but you are one of the most passionate Bears fans I've ever met, Shay. It's it's a pleasure having you on the show, man. Man, I get it from my grandma, man. She has <laughs> an invitation, Shay. Open invitation. You want to come on it, bitch? You can have my slot because you're awesome. <laughs> I appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. I can't wait to you get your own show going. You're I can. Hearing you go on some rants is going to be fun. Man, every it's week gonna I'm going to be great, I'm, man. I'm, I'm going to stay consistent. That's one thing I'm going to do. Is any, any, any help that you need with that, let me know. I'm, I'll be happy to help you with it. Me too. Um, yeah, she, me too. He feels about uh, Nikhil okay, Harry I'm, like I feel about Chase Young. Don't get Chase Young or <laughs> PJ started on Chase Young. <laughs> He's trying to get himself started on it. Who's not feeling it? Go ahead, Shay. I'm not really feeling it, but what? Okay, so this is what I feel. This is what Uh-oh. I feel. Now, okay. go get Jackson's man. Like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, she's in your corner, that, PJ. One thing that Philly understands. I get this to the Philadelphia Eagles. They understand that players that play together, they have a chemistry. G. I don't care. Like, like. Just a player plays different from for the guys. Like, for example, right? Something something Darnell Wright said before the season started struck me. He said, "Motherfucker hit Justin, they gonna have a problem with me." Okay, that's why I want to hear. Like, Justin ain't got none of his guys around him. If you hear his guys talk, you heard the the wide receiver coming out of Ohio State, like. What the quarterback like? What he ain't no running back here. Quarterback dude, a monster. Stop playing with my dude. Like he need his guys. Like who's gonna go to bat for him every day? Good game, bad game, indifferent. Look, we losing this game. We getting our ass blown out by three touchdowns. Now we in halftime. Y'all finna give up on me, or we finna go out and win this game? That's what Justin need. I think Chase Young is that dude. That dude to bring in on defense and say. Look, Justin, my guy, in every game, this defense is going to bring that shit. I think Chase that dude. I ain't going to lie. I agree. Hey, PJ, did you record that so you don't even have to talk anymore? You just play that tape when people talk about Chase Young, dude. I know it's the injuries. I know the injuries. I know. But go get Justin his guy, man, on defense. I, I, I won't now argue with you on that at all. 
He's so okay. I'm sold. Between uh, the panel has got you've sold me because if we do put Chase Young on this defensive line with that's, it just seems like that's a missing piece. Somebody who has his skill set. Who would he line up for? uh, Johnson. Who who would be removed? Well, he played. He doesn't he primarily play the right side. So Travis Gibson. Yeah, he plays both. He plays both. Yeah. It's either one of them guys. Like he at the end of the day, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not stressing this particular issue too much. I know something's going to be done. I feel like two things will be done. I, you know, I think he's going to get a vet and a young guy, and that's what it's probably going to look like. And I don't really care who they are. <laughs> like, I, I don't even know what else to say. I don't really, I, I don't. Frank Clark, great. Yannick Ngakwe, great. Chase Young, awesome. Quinn and Williams would be great too, although he's more DT. You know what I mean? But but still, it's gonna look something like that. I can't. I can't. Uh, mm. you know, I, I just I just need somebody to hit a quarterback this year. I think it's gotta be the right guy. This why, this, this why I say it has to be the right guy because what they feel they have now. If anybody on Twitter follows them, they know I had two picks that the Bears picked. I didn't even have our offensive line and nowhere in in sight. Darnell Wright came out of the line and have him. But Javon, Javon, uh Dexter. David Dexter and um Zach Pickens. Zach Pickens. So Zach Pickens, I had him for his strength, right? So he's the only one I had. If you put these two guys in the middle, you ain't running the ball on them. The only thing we need is an ass rush. That's all we need is an ass rush. You're putting a lot of faith in two rookies. It's not a lot of faith. Exactly right. That's my problem with what you're saying. That's it. Like I, I want to believe in both of the rookies, but the we, rookies. We, we could do something nobody's talking about that we couldn't do last year. You ever you ever take an aluminum can and you put pressure on it? So we, we can now we cannot we don't we're not gonna get full pressure. Okay, you're gonna disagree with this. You're gonna tell me that we can't get pop in the middle of the line now? Because we couldn't do it last year. Mm-hmm. If we could crease the center and push the center and maybe a guard back a little bit, it's gonna that's change our whole defense because these guys gotta go outside to the end. That's that'll be waiting for us. Right. It, right. It's not but just that the ends are we have from, the players also, to do it. Last year we couldn't do it. We can blitz. We proved it. We can blitz corners too now with the two with the two young corners, which is an interesting thing. So again, I'm hoping what you're saying is what happens, Shay. Right. I'm hoping what you're saying. Is the linebackers. Listen, listen. These linebackers not going to be standing still. Right. No. The linebackers and the corners are right. also going to rush the quarterback. You Our linebacking core is so drastically different now. It's going to make that everything defense. better. Our defense yeah. is set. Yeah. To, to blitz yeah. off the corner, a corner blitz, uh, a linebacker blitz is not just meant for the uh, the defensive line to just get pressure. Okay? So as long as we can cloud the middle and stop the run, a defender, whether I'm, I'm with you, whether it's a veteran or uh, a young guy, that's all we need. But I still think 
it has to be the right piece. We need both. Good character. Mm-hmm. It has mm-hmm. to hit all the principles that the Bears are so, trying to find. Here's some- why I disagree with that part, though. I I, oh, yeah. I don't think it has to be the right guy. I think we've got our right guys for the for the season. I think the two edge rushers can be journeymen. If we can get ourselves, if we, the only reason I'm saying this is again, we have two first rounders next year. Yeah. So we just, you know what I mean? We need to have enough pressure on the quarterback this year. We can let those guys go next year and draft some, some, some real power next year, right? Like it doesn't have to be the perfect, you know, end all be all pick. Again, I think if we're asking, you know, if the question is who is like the perfect end all be all pick for us to score right now at that defensive end position, it probably is Chase Young. I think we've already identified that, right? Like, I think he's a, probably the best. The best. He's right age. He's has chemistry with the with the QB already. They've done stuff together. There's a relationship there. He's probably the best guy to get. But are they going to be willing to trade him? Do we really want to let go of the type of capital that that it would cost? I I, I don't know where we are with Chase that. Young so. and Leonard Floyd. We're Hell, I would take. I'll today. take Frank Clark and Yannick Ngakwe. Just, just to throw it out there, I would take those two guys just the same way. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I know that I can likely get out of those contracts next year, and mm-hmm. I could also draft a, a young stud next year too. So, Matt, would you trade for Carl Lawson? Sure. Fourth rounder? No. Oh, sorry. It's timeout. Trade for? Absolutely yeah. not. No. Okay. No. I don't. You're, Personally, you're, you're, I, I, you're, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping he gets released because he. They're going to have a salary cap problem, and they it'll save the Jets fifteen million. That's going to be Yo. probably the easiest, cheapest guy to get if he's released. I thought he restructured already. Did he? I didn't. I missed yeah, it. Like a couple days ago. Damn it! I've been well, I don't out think of so. it for three days. A dude. couple of those reports, uh, the people who's on the reports, T. Higgins, Chase Young. A lot of the teams talking about restructuring and signing those guys. I don't think those guys are going nowhere. I think. Um, what Heart Foundation is correct. Uh, well, I don't know if it's correct, but I'm not a fan of uh, Clowney, so I wouldn't take Clowney. He's too up and down for me. Oh, somebody was talking about you, Dom Kinsu. I was so pissed. Please, hey, you know what? You know what? I, I actually would love, and there's a reason why. And let me say, let me give, let me give you my reason why. Straight up, I'm from Jamaica. Fuck, that's why. All right. So that being said, that being said, Canadian Jamaica. <laughs> I, I'm from Jamaica. I would love to have my my. There's 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 tons of Canadian Jamaicans. You'd be so surprised. Um, that being said, I wouldn't mind having that guy on my defensive line, outside of the Jamaica part, mainly because he's a holy terror who hurts people purposefully, and I'd rather that person not be Justin Fields. That's all. <laughs> That's all. You you saw yes. when he tried to tackle him last year. You you saw yes. you saw that tackle. Yes, the lay hit. Yes, this why I say the 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 the, the extra hit. The, the ex- extra on top hit. of the, the extra, extra hit. And the he extra. Like he looked at the ref like what? The, hey, what about? Oh, you've been yeah. doing that your whole career. He's been doing yes, that he his has. whole career. He ain't changed. I tell you that. I would love it. I would love it. I would love it personally if he was doing that to the Detroit Lions. That's like the most full circle situation in football ever. I'm just saying. I'm like, say <laughs> that's a 360 degree. I'm going to say this yeah. personally. I hate dirty players like that, and especially with football. Oh. I don't care what team, even my enemy team, I never want to see a player injured in football again after what happened to um, 
What position? After that Johnny Knox injury, yeah. I just think all oh, football Johnny. players should tackle each other and hit each other a certain way where they're not trying to hurt each other because there's really a, a, a I, I just do not like the dirty plays. I I, I think there's no need in Shay. football for and I, I believe they made football too freaking soft now because the people are dirty players. Man. That's what I always liked about Brian Urlacher. He always seemed to take the, the high road on, on his tackles. He never looked well, he, like he was trying to. He changed his ta- how he tackled later in his career. He used to hit like with the chest, yeah. and then he became a, a wrap-up tackler. Didn't take on contact. Mm-hmm. But you gotta learn, and you gotta be a good person, a good-hearted person. You won't want nobody to hurt you, especially attention. Well, unless we're talking about a Green Bay quarterback, <laughs> then then I don't care if you try to hurt. Him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see nobody hurt intentionally. Like uh, like yeah, hurt on a play, but not like. Not intentionally, like, uh, yeah. Play. Yeah, like 10 seconds late, you just like, try to take him out at his knees on purpose. Yeah. yeah. All, all I'm saying about Indominus Sue is that, like, if he was a bear by proxy, those dirty plays wouldn't be happening to us. They'd be happening to other people. Or and us. as such, <laughs> we would be protecting Justin Fields. It would be I'm like a, a Justin Fields. Prote- <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you what that is. I'm just playing around, though. You know what I mean? Like the odds of us getting Andalvin is super slim. He would be a older cat. I don't think he's on. I wish a lot of. He was in a a Super Bowl two years ago, right? Like I wish. I wish some of these older cats were on Ryan Pose's radar, but I think he's really looking young. I think he's staying close to what he said he's going to do. And I think when he does step outside of that comfort zone, we will know it. We don't know if it's going to be I like a old or a center or an edge rusher, but we will understand, okay, now he stepped outside of that because this dude is nasty, right? Or this dude, we need this guy to solidify the rest of our team. But right. I don't think he's going to step outside of that unless – it's that guy, you know what I mean? I think if he's going to do that, it'll be for the defensive line because mm-hmm. I think the defensive line could use a veteran mm-hmm. presence. It, it, well, they do have they have uh Walker mm-hmm. from the Titans who is like an, an, an ascending veteran presence. I think well, he's, he's an he's enigma. still young, Jones. I is think the old man, I think Walker's the enigma for me because I think with Walker, like I was saying before, he played in the 3 4 system, defensive mm-hmm. end, however. He basically played a three technique for um, Tennessee, rushing with somebody on the outside of him. So that would be our three technique here. So we got Jervon, we got uh, Zach, we have Justin Jones, we have Phillips, we have uh, Travis. We have all these guys already playing defensive tackle. And if Walker's going to fit in there too, that's a very crowded uh Defensive tackle room. Now, yeah, don't forget about Billings. Yeah, yeah that's what I meant to yeah, say. Billings, yeah, Billings. Yeah, so be on rundown. We, I don't we think have he's all running. these guys who can play defensive tackle, and I don't see Walker as being that guy to rush from that edge. I see him rushing more from the three technique. Yeah. So with all these other guys, it's it's a crowded room. I'm 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 disappointed in the fact that when we even did the draft 
him drafting pickings in the third, I thought he should have went after a uh, defensive end because at that time, our room was already crowded at defensive tackle spots. So that's then he the one tripled down on it and uh, went and got Travis Bell. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. As far as not the not that this overcrowded uh, as far as defensive tackle, as far as Walker, I think they brought him in to pay, play him on the edge. I really think he they did, and I think he feels as though he's going to be that guy. Now I feel they need someone opposite him. If if, if is Gibson going to be that guy? I don't know, but if they want to bring somebody in like a Chase Young or a veteran, I wouldn't mind. But I think Walker, I think they brought him in for the edge. Even though, if you look at him and Gibson, they're about the same size. You know, these, these are not big men that just, they don't, they don't, when you see Chase Young, like, when you see him, that's the big man, he stands out, right? Walker or Gibson is not that huge of a specimen. But Walker is what, 6'4"? 280? Yeah, and Gibson is 6'4", 263. Yeah, yeah. Those are right around Chase Young's numbers. How how big is Chase Young? He's 6'5", 270-something, I thought. Okay, so he got about three inches and like 20 pounds on him. Okay. Three inches? One inch? When you look at him, right, I'm talking about the look when you look at a big ass man, right? Just by the look, we don't look at a big ass. We don't look like a. We don't look at a big man okay. like you. You gotta okay. talk to PJ about that. Gibson, <laughs> Only shorty guys. Body type. Travis Gibson and and Walker is pretty much the same, the same. So if if I, I would see them using Walker as the opposite of Gibson, on the opposite side as a rusher. Now, how successful would he be? I don't know. I'm not going to prejudge him and say he's going to be horrible or this and that. I think we need more competition on the edge. I think we do need to bring someone else in on the edge. I don't think Walker makes it past camp. Like that's, that's me. Like just considering some of the stuff we we're talking about before. I you think, don't think if we're, oh, oh, oh. there's tons Walker, of talk about Houston clowning yes, in the no. chat. They signed him to a three-year contract, kids. Is it really as much as a three-year? It's a three-year contract. He, he's he going to play the edge. He's going to be on the team. He's going to pay the, 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 right. the three-tech, y'all. He didn't, they didn't I bring think, Well, I disagree. I think Walker is a perfect inside-outside guy. And I think that what we did in free agency is almost what we did exactly in the draft. Is we went out and got a one-tech, a three-tech, who actually can play edge, and then – we went and drafted a one tech and a, and a three tech, but in the draft, we got more pass rush capabilities. Billings is a good one tech, but he's rundowns. Walker's probably, my guess, he's on passing down, he's a three tech, but on running downs, he's an edge. I think Billings coming in on running downs. Oh yeah, Billings going to, but he's going to play Billings the one on, on running downs. And what, gonna, what the Billings going to stop the middle is that we've got two vets who can play inside until the rookies can grow a little bit of the scene it goes on, rotate, and then Walker can play more of that edge. Mm-hmm. 
And that's the amazing thing that Ryan Post did in his draft. Let's give him credit for that. On the offensive yeah. line and the defensive line, he drafted players that could play multiple positions. This is what you need in case of injury. This is what you need to solidify a football team. You need a player to, that's going to be able to play multiple positions. And I believe he did that in each player he drafted, including with the number 10 pick. Our number 10 pick, yes, he was ranked as one of the top linemen, but he was also ranked like, like they do they due diligence in the combine and they make sure they rank them out of each category. And he was ranked in the top five if he was drafted as a center. So you just got to think about that for a second. You got players for positions you can move around. Like people don't know it's, if, if, Ted Jenkins going to start at right tackle or right guard. Is he going to be tackle or guard? Like It doesn't matter. If he's comfortable enough to go out there and believe he's going to have a starting job on the offensive line and he believes he's going to go out there and do it, there's nothing to stop him. There's no titles. There's no uh, solid positions. Any and everybody, I believe, could be moved around. I really honestly believe that. Hey, uh, Shorty, uh, Dan's back in the uh... – Back room. Oh, is he? He's back. Oh, there we go. Let's bring Dan back on. Just checked in. Let me saying real quick. So. Sorry, Dan. I had, to, I had to talk to Ron because, again, Ron's hooking us up with tickets. Uh, and I liked him. Like, that he wanted to talk to me, though, but he's going to hook Aldo and I up for tickets for that Raiders game. And off air, I still hope to, to go to a game with you. So we need, to, we need to talk about that. But if not, I get it. But yeah, but he's going to hook us up with tickets, so I, that's the main conversation I had to have with him. It's the Raiders game in Chicago or is it in Vegas? It's in Chicago on October 22nd. Oh, okay. I'm still trying to work that out with Chris Watts. Um, I He said that he wanted to preferably go to a pack to, to the a Packers game. Which yeah, the first, first game, game of the season. season. You can't beat that. And I know you didn't want to go to that game. Yeah. So I tried, I, man. There are tickets in the third, the third level that are going for like eight hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, I'm not even sure if I can get those tickets from my buddy just because he can make so much money on them. I like my kind of to go to Denver. Screen and a cold beer and a nice lazy chair for that game. It's cheaper, <laughs> cheaper. Yeah, you, you probably about... buy all three of those items for the eight hundred and fifty dollar ticket <laughs> price. Right, yeah. that's a pair of tickets at at a hundred. That's some that's some nice level. Nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> There's gonna be two more away games this season. I'm not doing that. The amount of money he can get for the for that opening game for the Packers, I probably can't. He probably would just rather sell those. So I'll have to. F I, I'm still looking into it. I meant to call him this past weekend, but it was Mother's Day weekend, and I'm in Illinois visiting my family. So it's kind of been like last thing I'm on my mind at, at the moment. But yeah, I will definitely get back to you on that soon. Yeah, I don't think I want to go to the New Year's Eve game or the Christmas Eve game. And so if you take out the Green Bay game, too, then you're limiting. There's only a couple others to even go to, you know? Mm -hmm. We were talking earlier about uh, – they are talking about uh, Bears games – or Bears fans traveling to the uh, KC game. It kind of had me thinking, like, maybe, maybe I should go I mean, to that, you know? City and New Orleans. That's the games this year. Yeah. I got a little tidbit about those late games. Uh December 26, 1995, my mustache froze and broke off. Was that the Eagles game? 
That was the last game that Kramer played for the Lions against the Bears before he came to Chicago. Oh, okay. It was, it was like 40 below. I had a jumpsuit on. My beer froze. My mustache froze. Even my Jack Daniels started to freeze. It was so freaking cold. I'm I was never at that going game to a Bears too, game Foster. again in December or January ever. Never. Me and the Foster. I said to tell you. The military give you tickets. I ain't going. <laughs> I went to the Vikings game in she January. You go for free and she ain't going. <laughs> I went to the Bears Vikings game in January and I was fine. I mean, it wasn't exactly warm, but it wasn't like you know frigid either. We went yeah. to this one Bears game. It was so cold. You know how y'all are good as long as his body's around, right? Was it a night game? It's halftime. It was. It was like a December game, and it was halftime, and people went to get shit. And you just feel like the late front, just just like, oh my God. It was like a whole different atmosphere the rest of the game. I was it's ready to go. So was it a day game or a night game? It was a night game. It was definitely a night game. You get your chilling in, into your bones by halftime and you're I'm screwed. I gotta leave. Yeah. Because yeah. I cannot get warm I think the coldest I've been at a game was the Monday night game in twenty one when we were in Pittsburgh and got cheated that night. When they threw that bullshit penalty, I was at that game, oh. and I was freezing in the second half because I wore shorts kick? and shit and short sleeves. Yeah, the karate kick game. I was so at that game. Mm, mm, uh, my my coldest is a negative nine game. I, it was it was the night game. It might have been that same game as you, Shay. I want to say it was the Niners, but I don't think it was. But uh, it was that was fucking cold. <laughs> but it was it was a win, so it was fun. I don't go to the Bears games in November or December. Oh, the cold games are the fun my birthday month, so I always go before my birthday. Every <laughs> it has to be like uh, it's usually September. September that's my wife's birthday, so we used to go for a Bears game around there. So we went to uh, down. Uh, we went to Dallas, and then we went to Atlanta, ATL for my birthday. That was November. Man, was that that game? That was November twentieth game. That was on my birthday. This. I was in, I was in Jessfield hometown. This past season? Yes. I was there with you. I was there November the 20th. That was my birthday. We was there. And then we went to take uh, pictures at Justin Fields. Where'd you sit? Um, hundred up. Right right where uh, they come out the tunnels. Okay. Right where they come out the tunnels. I got pictures and everything. Komet had a great catch that day. We were trying to get Justin to sign our stuff, right? And he's like, no, nah, it has to be my stuff. I'm like, damn it. So I got his card for me, him to sign this season. I'm like, I got your shit, Justin. Sign this. He wouldn't sign unless it had his name on it. <laughs> that was also the game, Dan, that uh, Fields had that beautiful pass on the sideline to Montgomery. Montgomery, David, yes. Yeah. That was yeah. also the, the late hit. That he got yeah. injured. Yeah. And that's also the game where that's also the game where he's on the sideline dying and getting a massage and the first play back, they call a fucking quarterback draw like to the left. It's like the guy yeah. can't stand. Like, can you just hand the ball off to 32 instead? <laughs> you know what? Y'all hear that? Washington declined the fifth year option on Chase. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's what I'm talking about. Is that breaking news? breaking news for cluster you know what I wanted to to reply to you Dan Aguirre and I want to ask each one of you guys because that Pittsburgh game when we were down and they showed Justin Fields sitting there going yep and he got on the field and brought us all the way down for a touchdown that drive 
com- convinced me completely that he is the future man in Chicago, period. That you one know drive. What me because off? he went, yup, we're going to do this. And he did. The Rams was so butthurt. And you watch every time we play Pittsburgh. It's like that. It's a knockout, drag out, physical game. Yep. Late yep. hits, all that stuff. But so, what I didn't like was they waited after we got possession of the ball to call an unsportsmanlike conduct on somebody who was talking crap to somebody else's sideline. He didn't go to the sideline. He didn't make physical contact with a player. How is that? How do we even? Rogers taunts the whole stands. And they don't call flags and throw foul, flags. Oh, they own you. But it was a dead you. ball. It was a dead ball. It shouldn't have changed. I agree. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Rodgers can touch the whole stadium and they don't throw a flag on him. Exactly. And should have won that game. We should have so, won. So not only should we have won that game, but twenty a couple of plays earlier on the other side. Pittsburgh um, fans T- T- fans knew we should TJ Watt. Gets a sack, runs over to the sidelines, and basically flips the bird to the entire sideline of our team. Right? Mm-hmm. Like this happens just before that. But things to note if you watch Matt Nagy in this game, all right, That's in that what Pittsburgh bothers game. Me. All right. So well, hold on, hold on. If you watch Matt Nagy in this Pittsburgh game, Matt Nagy for the first time and probably the only time that I've ever seen him yeah, was visibly pissed off. For basically the entire game. And if you watch him, he spends a lot of time yelling at them referees because there was some real questionable shit going on. I have to I, I have to give Matt Nagy uh, in this scenario a little bit of respect. But now you've done gone pissed off the refs, bro. And <laughs> and the and the kid has driven the ball all the way back to the other side of the field in a potential situation where we can win. And you Probably cost us the game, right? No, like, no, I, I, no that was after the I'm, fact. I'm just, the, refs, the refs cost us the game. Matt, Matt didn't cost us the game. That was I'm, after I'm the fact. The refs, we, had the game one, we had the game one, and we stopped. Maggie was talking. To we had stopped them for a fourth down, and they called that unsportsmanlike conduct after the play was dead. Mm-hmm. It turned it back. Should have been on a kickoff. This is what I'm saying. Hmm. Well, guys, that got to bounce. I'm so sorry. Dan, I'll come back on you, with you next week if you'll have me. I'm sorry for it to be abbreviated. You know you're my guy. I'm sorry. It's nice to meet everybody else. I'll be back next Thursday if you want me, man. I'm sorry that it was so hit, hit and miss today. Thanks no worries, my on, friend. Dan. Great to have you on, buddy. I will, you're welcome on next week if you like. Come on, man. We'll have you back. All right, good. Keep in touch. All right, buddy. Have a good night. We'll be watching you, Dan. Thank all of you, and I will. Thank you all. Be well. Be well. Peace. Yeah, he's There's got a radio a voice. That's a great voice. He does. He's definitely <laughs> he done comes in and is like, whoa. <laughs> but th- that's a good point that you're making there, Shay, is that it should have been on the kickoff, right? It, yeah. that, where the penalty was, she's yeah. right. It should have been on the kickoff. Yeah. But realistically, what penalty? And then we watched another game like, the next week, and they addri- they did it exactly correct. And I was like, you know what pisses me off? I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this till the day I die. I'll bring it up again because you haven't heard this, Shay. In the playoff game, the Nagy <laughs> playoff game against the, the 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 Eagles, it was the first quarter, and the Bears. It was third and nine. 
and the Bears were on about their 20-yard line. They were going right to left, and it was a screen pass to – sorry, the, the Eagles had the ball. It was third and nine, and it was a screen pass to, to the running back, and Deion Bush came up and slammed him like a fucking brick wall on right – like right before the line of scrimmage, and it was, it was he definitely stopped the play. So, but then they called it a first down. And if you look at the play on replay over and over and over again, he was clearly hit like a good six inches before the line of scrimmage. Not only did they end up calling it a first down, without Nagy uh, having them. No, he actually did have them. They did do a, a chain. And they ended up saying that he was like short by like, like this much. Uh-huh. But then when the refs took the ball, so, so if, if here was the, fir- well, sorry, from your view, if here was the first down, right? So they only got to here, here's the first down. The refs put the ball over here, like another, they gave him like another yard and a half. So they, they, they measured it. They still gave him the first down when he was clearly he he was he definitely did not get the first down, and then they put the ball an extra two fucking yards ahead of where the ball was actually supposed to be. They gave an extra two yards in a playoff game, and it, it drove me fucking crazy for the entire rest of the game. And I'm like, did anybody else see this? So this is a game of inches, so and you just gave them two yards. It was a half yard short, easy or more. There were two instances in games where I saw the refs made bad calls. In the NFL and in the NBA, and both of those instances, either you saw a review from the NFL, like a letter to the team, or you saw a ref get laid off. You just, you just, you're out of here. Mm-hmm. And I've been saying this a long time. If y'all are paying attention to the game, right? We understand that you know players need to control their emotions. Mm-hmm. But the referee should not have a fucking piss in this fight. They should not be emotional, more emotional than the coach. They should not be more emotional, more butt hurt about a, a player emotion. Like, you should understand this is football. Like, you should understand these are emotions. Like, I don't understand it. Like, it's sometimes I, I don't like to think like there's a conspiracy, you know, but sometimes it almost feels like there is. Especially it, it when Justin, they can't even give Justin Fields this comeback game, you know? Bears, right? You yeah. see it when it's not just the Bears, right? You see it during right. a regular football game. You watch a Monday night football, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole country is watching. The playoff you game with against the state, the Saints. Yeah. You that was stop thinking like a criminal there, uh, Shorty. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like every time Justin Fields – they could – he has a, a – it happened so many times last year and the year before. He's driving the ball down the field, and we're about to – he's about to get his first big comeback win, and then it's denied because, uh, you know, the Pittsburgh game, he does a roundhouse kick. Perfect round example. Kick. Perfect right. example. They didn't Against- want us to win this game. What was it? What was the rookie name? This is his first game. Uh, uh, what's his name? The, the linebacker. The linebacker. Um, Who, Sanborn? Sanborn. Yeah. The interception. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was no, there was no flag on that play. Like, there was no elite. Like, he was playing too good. They couldn't. They like, what is going on? The Bears can't. <laughs> no, he can't do that. That's how I felt in that moment. Cheers like, to the homers. 
Cheers to the you, homers. You bunch, of, you bunch of homers. I just let you guys go. You know what, though? Like in many of these situations, I feel exactly the same. And I have to stop and go, you know what? Let me talk to a fan from another team. <laughs> and, what, and what's hilarious is like Cowboys fans swear up and down the league is against them. They get all the wrong calls. And then they will list the calls to you and you kind of be like, yeah. Maybe, maybe the league's against y'all too. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. But what I will say is this. What I do know is they do very little to actually like change the rules in a manner that would be a well, bit more I agree effective. with the Cowboys fans because that was one of the games I went to last year. And I think that was one of the worst call games last year. That Cowboys game. Actually, the Cowboys game. I, you're. It, that's funny you say that because I, I went back to a Cowboys fan right after that game, and they yes. were like, "Yo, this game was dirty," and oh, I was oh, like, "You know what? You know what? We were talking about. I have that no game, problems. Bro. I have no problems when the referees call shitty plays. You know what I mean? Make shitty calls against the Cowboys, and it benefits the Bears. I, I can't complain today. Right. But, but like, you did, you, though, did y'all right? see the? Did y'all see that Pittsburgh game though? Did you see the Pittsburgh game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had to throw it back to the Pittsburgh game, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I saw the karate kick, man." I don't, I don't like, know. yeah, yeah, you got you, you have the same problem that we do. Yeah, we got the same problem. We got the same, right? So, <laughs> at the end of the day, I just like I say, I I think it has a lot more to do with the league itself. There's like something as simple, like let's just just for a second, something as simple as judging ten yards, or you know, segments of one hundred yards could easily be done with um, RFID or, or or Internet of Things or you name it. There's a lot of technology out there that could actually make something as simple as what you described, Dan. Right. Just right. A, like just human error of a dude grabbing the ball and changing its actual position. Right. right, changing its position so that the other team now definitely gets that first down. Like These things could easily be mitigated. Why they're not in the year 2023 – I don't know. It might have a lot to do with the NFL wanting to have a certain level of control over the game. Now, that's where I will leave this. I like to believe that they don't want to have that control and that Vegas is right and this is all not rigged, right? It's every stadium to do that. Right. Why? That's the big issue. That's why they can't go over technology because – the, the cameras and stuff like, you know, like a Monday night game, they've got like special cameras, mm -hmm. right? Well, like a normal Sunday game for a team like Cleveland, they don't have like the technology that say Dallas or the Chargers have. Mm -hmm. Sure, they would. Like what I'm what I'm what I'm, what I'm suggesting here is not in the scope or the cost of, um, you know. Of, of a grand camera case scenario. I'm talking RFID. Like, basically, you well, have that shit at the grocery store. Put, right? I mean, like, when you walk in the grocery store, it, it, they know that you're stealing, you know, you're stealing, <laughs> hey, like, that, it beeps. Right. Yeah. Stole some shit. This is pretty low-level tech. I, I'm, yeah. I work in tech. I, I, I handle this type of stuff. This is pretty low-level. It wouldn't cost them very much to implement. They just don't want How would you get an RFID chip in a ball, though? Easily. Tips? Put it in the ball, brother. You put it yeah. in the ball. Wouldn't it have to be like, at the tip of the ball, both ends. Why you no. just suspended it in the middle of the ball? Doesn't matter where. It really doesn't I mean, matter it could be where. The lasers where. and it just calibrates to where it is on the ball. 
true. It doesn't have to be like at a special spot. It just, no, you know, no. it knows, okay, I'm three laces over. This is the design of the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you 100%. You can, tell, you can tell how fast the ball is being thrown. You can tell you know, where it is 100%, right? Like, you know exactly. You put GPS on MF, you know exactly where it's at. Um, there, there's no questioning it. You also have RFID on the lines, just as a for instance, and you so know, that be you careful. Can what determine and cross reference. Be careful what you wow. wish for. You start getting into that realm, and all of a sudden, you know, the game's going to be robots, and we're going to be like, "Wait, we, I, I miss when it used to be humans." You know? <laughs> well, no. We're, honestly, I'm, I'm really not. This hey, is really not. Uh, this I ain't is gonna not lie. I can do for some robot commentators sometimes. <laughs> yeah, if a robot boring. As if him. a robot takes out Chris Collinsworth, I'm so with you, right? Like, Can I'm you imagine so... like two robots talking to each other, like, uh, "This is a great game, isn't it, Jim?" <laughs> yes, eh, this well, is a wonderful game. Pass. That was a great throw. <laughs> and Justin Fields throws to his left. He's running it down the left sideline. CBS broadcasting. <laughs> thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for turning into the uh, nerd part of the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, they, guys. They, Sorry, they guys. Program it to sound like John Madden all over again, right? Or so and so, whoever they want. You can just plug in the, the the current, you know, plug in the broadcaster. It could be Pat Summerall and John Madden all over again with robots. Who is right? y'all favorite? Who is y'all favorite person to call the game? I loved Pat. Oh, I really well. like Brad Olson. Who? Who? Greg Olson. Greg Olson? He's like, I like oh, him. Yeah, right of, of all time, I think is her question, right? Of all time. Well, I can't all think time. Of his name, and I Dandy know- Don Meredith. <laughs> my guy. Dandy Don Meredith. That's my guy. He was awesome. Man, you are that old, Foster. <laughs> PJ well, like knew exactly who I was talking about, too. Damn, I can't, I can't think of his name, but he calls the Bull game. The Bulls game? He, he did all the spectacular oh, catches uh, for the Bears last year. My man was calling the game. He is the best. The best. To call Jeff Joniak. No, no, <laughs> not Joniak. He said Bears. No, not, not Joniak. What's the name? <laughs> He was with uh, he did the Bulls with uh, Stacy King. Um, uh, he did the Bulls. He did the socks, and he do football. Is it is it Adam Amin? Is it Adam Amin? Adam Amin. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Johnny Kerr. No, I'm talking about Adam Amin. Adam thought of him too. Any game for me, any day, I'll watch it. I think my, my was awesome. My favorite broadcast team was uh back when um I think it was uh was it FX or TNT used to have it where they had uh Theisman, uh Mike Patrick and uh Paul McGuire. Yep. Uh-huh. I thought they were great. I thought they were absolutely great. Now tell us when you saw the first game in 1920, who was your favorites? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Foster, unlike you, I wasn't there. I mean, <laughs> I loved the uh, the Monday Night Crew with Dan and Al and uh, Don uh, Dan Deardorff, Al and Mike, or no, Al Michaels and uh, Al Michaels, Dan Deardorff, Howard Cosell. And f- no, Frank Gifford. Frank Gifford, Frank Gifford. Dan Gerdorf, and Al Michael. That was a good one, too, for a long time. That's right after. All of a sudden, you're seeing fucking, what's his name? Uh, 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 Dennis Miller on Monday Night Football. It's like, oh, my God. 
I didn't mind Dennis Miller. I didn't I, either, but was... it was like, why are you fucking with this? It's it, this is kind of a sacred broadcasting position, you know. Dennis Miller too. He was um, actually pretty good. Say, he wasn't bad. I, I totally forgot. I would say Boomer. Um, I, I always, I, 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 I like Boomer. He's awesome. Um, and I also Chris Berman. I also like uh, obviously Pat Summerall was great too. For what it's worth, boring as all hell, but he's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, the last man. guy, more recent, Rummer, uh, Romo, man. Romo yeah, Romo will call a game. Like, I, I've seen R- Romo do like some, some Nostradamus predictions no of games. You know what I mean? Like he pulls <laughs> some stuff out of it. Uh, the, the quarterback's going to do this. It's going to go to exactly that receiver. Watch. Boom. Yeah. Oh, shit, Tony. Like you saw this coming. You, you could read a defense. You know what's going on. So yeah. it, it'll be cool to see guys like. Um, like Brady eventually get into the booth and like yeah. whether he's at that level, it'll be cool to see that. I'm sure there's other guys too. Somebody else is coming into the booth this year. Our close So do y'all no, be watching next. the Manning? Y'all be watching <laughs> I, the Manning? He's, un, he's under the there? booth at this point, BJ, unfortunately. Do y'all be watching the, the Manning uh, do the Monday night games on, uh, is it Monday night? I or have Sunday it. Night? I you haven't watched any of the Manning cast yet. I have. No. I've watched, and I think they're pretty good. They're they're, they're funny good. sometimes too, man. Yeah. The game they, gotta, they, they always got a way different take than the announcers. <laughs> they're like, "Well, I know what this guy ate for breakfast because of that play," and I'm going, "Wait, what? <clears throat> Just dumb stuff like that." That I, you know me, it's me. So, but I like them. I don't I watch think, them all I the time. Season, I go back and forth. When they, they did like the Bears game, that was their best. They. Best one all year, and they had stars coming on and stuff. I think it was just relaxed, and Justin Fields played so good at that game. I just they, they, love they, hearing and watching Peyton watch him play after he knew that that young man was going to grow this season. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I just enjoyed it. That was probably like my favorite show they did last year was the Bears. Of course, I'm biased. I just wonder though. I just wonder, like, you know, back in the uh, Stone Age, uh, Foster, was it really like the Flintstones? Absolutely, but we had worse cars. Oh, <laughs> I was just wondering, man. You guys, I, people are talking about Jeff Joniak and chat. And my buddy a couple years ago, I think it was before this season or maybe before last season, said that Jeff Joniak was retiring. Has anybody heard that, or is that just? Some BS he was shooting me on accident. Why would you retire? Like never seriously. heard one thing about it. The guy's got it made as long as he wants. Exactly. Yeah, he, he has the cushiest job in in like he could become the Lex. He could become the Larry Mayor of broadcasting for the Bears. He's probably got one of the cushiest jobs in the entire and and not just the NFL in broadcasting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's that's just a sweet position. And then he gets Wait. to do all those interviews. Uh-huh. He gets to do all this other stuff with the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I do. I do half that shit for free. Yeah, no what shit. You say it again? Doing it right now for free. What the fuck? What? What did you, you say? say it again? <laughs> That's why I couldn't start my YouTube because you got to be available. You can't. You know, I, I run my own business, so it's 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 hard. It's difficult. I'm yeah. Dedicated for my fans this season. Every week. Every week. Every. I week. only said it once. I'll never repeat Just it again. All you have to do, Shay, is just make your channel and just put out a five-minute rant on something <laughs> times a week. You'll be you'll be all good, man. Oh man, she, she's gonna get she's. You got it made either way, Shay. I'm telling oh, you. Oh no man, way. she got that right. 
I, li I like the Heart yeah. Foundation here saying, I remember Wayne Larravee. Yeah, I loved Wayne Larravee Larry until that fucking traitor went to Green Bay. Damn. Still not over that. Man. I'm not over David Montgomery going there for no six million a yeah. year. Like, dang, we ain't offer bro nothing. See, like that's, that's something that did hurt me during this offseason that we did David Montgomery like that. Like that was hurtful. Yeah, I know. That, six that's million? Painful. Six million. I was hope we were all hoping for six million, right? Right. Yeah. That was like yeah. I said, please don't ask for 10. I said, as long as he don't ask for nine or ten, we good. When they said six million, he gone. PJ, PJ I, I think you were saying something about six million. I said, okay, what's your highest number? And you went seven. I was like, okay, yeah. that I'd be fine with seven. And fucking six. I don't think they offered him anything at all. And I'm pretty sure he went straight to Detroit, saw the offer, and took it under the auspice that the Bears have had a year plus to make an offer. I disagree. I think they offered him four. He didn't take it. He went to uh, Detroit. As soon as, he, as soon as he went to Detroit, Bears didn't sign uh, the guy they signed. Right yeah, but hold up, but hold on, PJ. The only reason I don't think they 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 lowballed him like that, like there's two reasons. First reason, it's it like four four million is insulting. That's insulting to Dave. Like it it really would be. It's and now to to add insult to injury, Dave leaves, and within X amount of hours, you go and you hire you, you hire a new running back to replace him for six, the same six basically. That's 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 who, just mean. Who, yeah, right? like, who did they sign for not, six? We're not arguing if the if the running book if the running back room is better or worse. That's not the argument. We know no, no, Clear no. Herbert, Clear Herbert, they got the number one and number two running per yards. Right who did now. the Bears sign for six? Uh, kids. So that's not the question. Um, the question is, as as, uh, as the leadership name? that David Montgomery had to this team, was it a mistake? would not even offering him a decent contract like we didn't even offer him six million to me that was kind of like it, it, it i know it sucks but let's ask ourselves this question is the running is the running back room better or worse now or is it overall, the same overall better yeah i think it's better overall it's better i think Kids, I think they're running back. You're talking about the one. I think we only offered him four. Me. You hear what John Pierre says? John what's Pierre what's says homie's name, man? Can you, you can't remember, nobody can remember his name. It's Who a foreman. dollar deal. How much is it? How much? One year, three million. Yeah, one year, three. So not as much as six. And, uh, so Homer, Homer got two million. Did. Cheaper and younger. Didn't he get two million? Uh, Homer. No, and he's oh, yeah, we talk about why here being Pro Bowl center. We ain't forgot he was good. We was questioning why he didn't play more last year. And is he gonna be the starting center this year? So we got a lot of fans trying to see what they missed as far as the discussion of um the questions. They had questions about the centers, about Cody Whitehair, uh, what we thought as far as that. I saw a couple of questions about it. So mm -hmm. um we were just discussing basically uh Dieter Iceland and where we felt uh how we feel he uh sm uh matched with the team and who we thought our center is and the depth we have as far as our offensive line 
Period. What was the conclusion on Dieter Iceland? I didn't catch that part. He's going to be behind Cody. It depends on what Cody does. Cody is the man. Cody is the vet. He's the all pro. They're going to give him an opportunity to see what he could do. But if he doesn't start, if he doesn't start, that is my first clue that he's not healthy. And they're not going to, I don't, I don't think, I don't think they're going to keep him and Lucas on this roster. There's no need to keep two veteran centers that's supposed to be the number one guy. You both that number one guy. You had an injury at either tackle spot or either guard. Oh, one of the to the guard position, and Tevin could take over the tackle. I mean, it's position flexibility, like you were saying earlier. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to say we're discussing the raging oracle that is football. I don't think any of us, uh, JGK, agree with each other on what's going to really happen with this center position. Because there's no agreement. I think Ryan Pose. We all have different opinions. Yeah, I think Ryan Pose got a lot up his sleeve. And as fans, we could all speculate. Like, we don't know. But I think we could all agree that this is the the best depth that the Chicago has had going into the season where we can actually talk about who's going to start, who deserves to start. I'm not going to tell her yet. You know, we didn't have that flexibility at all last season. None. You're right. This is, this is, you know, we kind of were talking about this being a, a rebuild last year. Everyone was, I didn't want to believe it was a rebuild. And I think with what he did last year with turning five picks into 11, and now this season, with what he's done with this draft class, and the, getting the first pick in the draft, now we have another first pick in next year's draft. We have two teams to root for: the Bears and the, to win, and the Panthers to lose. So, if we end up with the first pick in the draft again next year for some reason, or even the second, or even a top five, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's another first round pick, and the depth that they've built. I, I, I've been preaching this for a long time: quantity over quality. Yes, and I think it's what they got in this draft was. A lot of players that there there might not be one superior, you know, talent as far as uh, you know somebody would be a top five pick. But when you have a bunch of ex like quality players that can work together within the system and they're all they all buy into that principle, I think that's what they have with this new class that they're going to bring in. Cliff Marvin Harrison, yes. <laughs> if we if we get Marvin Harrison Jr. next season. <laughs> I mean, so it, I, I mean, Poles got this shit right. We've been saying it for a while. Absolutely. And, yeah. and look at what look look at uh, Cliff just made an excellent point. We got Foreman and Homer for the same value. Now remember, Foreman was the starting running back when they traded Christian McCaffrey Caffrey last year. Mm-hmm. So he was getting those numbers, and his numbers was. He was the number one. Him and Kilmer, we got number one and number two. So we got him. We got Foreman for what we got a special teams man. Because that's yes. what that's what uh, Homer's gonna be. He's gonna be a special teams man. And we all love Homers, don't we? Yeah, and we <laughs> we didn't break the bank for him. So right. I think. I think I think Juice Herbert is going to be the guy. I know a lot of people looking at Rojo. A lot of people like Rojo, 
But I don't think we could go wrong in the running back room. That's for sure. I'm I'm eager to see how our offensive line stand up. If we could get Justin Fields three to three seconds with the with the football, three to four seconds. But you know he likes some long plays. He likes to he likes, he likes to, to have it developed. Yeah. But uh. I think this is gonna be a dangerous team. Though those those little uh, losses that we lost with under three points last year, those are gonna be wins. More so, let's say half of them, right? Mm-hmm. Half of them. And then w- w- some of them was just drop balls, like bad plays, little things that cost us games that we didn't win. So it wasn't like uh, we just didn't finish. It was uh, we didn't close out on the opportunity. Then right. Santos, don't forget, one of the games we missed by – we lost the game by one point. He missed two extra points in that game. Yeah. So it's little things, just little things every game. Then I think someone said they can't just look at the schedule and say, okay, we got this game, we got this game, because it's going to be little things every week that we're going to have to get better at, things that's going to have to happen. But this is a different team going into this season. I'm not looking at our last season hmm. record and putting that on our guys this year and say, I'm holding that team last year to these expectations. I'm not doing that. Every team is different. This team is far different than last year's team, and that wasn't that one was far different from the previous team. So 17 and 0, baby. 17 and 0. <laughs> Who <laughs> we said that Swift? Swift was too? Yeah, Swifty said that. We never talk about the 72 <laughs> Dolphins ever a fucking day. I don't want to hear anything no. about the top 72 Dolphins again. Sorry. Homerville Central over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, even me, like, we, the, when we first started talking about this this season and, and, and the schedule came out, I was like, let's go through the schedule. We went through the schedule, and I was like, damn, like, I can see 12 and 5 here. Like, and I'm feeling like a massive homer. Y'all talk about 17 and 0. <laughs> I'm just wait, wait. We can't say it. we can't say 17 and 0 without saying 20 and 0, right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. 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 I, 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 19 because you we get the buy. That's for sure. I would I would not want to be one of those teams that went unbeaten and then didn't win at all. I would rather get let, that Super Bowl. I'll tell you that. Let me, let me let me bring us a little bit closer to reality here. I no, know, no, if, no, if, no, 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 if no, no. Any of no. those things are on the docket. No, 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 no. You're out of here. 17 and 0. 23 and 0, dog. 23 and 0. 20 and 0. 20 and 0. Take them out. I was going to just move, mute them. Damn. <laughs> 23 and 0. I hope for all of it. I'm happy with seven. Well, no, because if you got to seventeen and zero, you'd have a buy, right? So you'd have straight up. So it'd be would it be twenty? It'd be twenty and zero because you'd have a well, buy. I'm counting the preseason too, bro. Oh no, no, no! We want to we want to lose. Bears were terrible when they won the Super Bowl. They had. A I'm just telling you, like if we're talking seventeen and zero, I'm talking twenty three and zero. All the way. <laughs> no, you got you got to lose every preseason game. DJ's the ultimate homer. We never oh, lose yeah. this entire fucking year. <laughs> Leo Factor is worrying me here, saying I expect eight wins or more because Leo, when we did the draft, as everyone, she, you might not know this, Shay, but Leo was along with J2K, kind of our draft uh, an analysis uh, people. He was he was giving us all the updates. That he was helping out with with info like. 
by the second. He's calling eight wins. Come on, Leo. You're breaking my heart. Here. He says or more. He said or more. Eight wins or more. He expects okay. eight wins or more. Okay. I started. I started with that when we when we started looking at the schedule. When we had the schedule thing last week. I was going eight, nine wins, and then we're going through the schedule. And I'm going crap. I'm picking them to win every game. I can't do that because. Well, I that's just crazy. Is the answer is how you finish that sentence? That's just crazy. But like even me when it's I looked me. at it, I was like, let's just split the divisional games. So you split them, and and things still look really favorable. Like it, it, it really does. It really it does. does. So especially with some so, of these teams that got. You look at the Raiders. Yeah, I know it's Jimmy G. I know they got Devontae Adams. But look at what he did when he went to play with his homeboy last year. He was trash. Mm-hmm. He was trash. I'm not looking at Raiders or Denver's game or the Chargers. I'm not looking at none of them teams like they're going to beat Justin Fields-led Chicago Bears team. That man is going to go into every game, and he's going to expect to win. And he's going to give it his all to win. And Let's those Raiders a little bit more. I'm just that gonna I'm say, not gonna say hell no, I'm not gonna say I'm just gonna say for the record, y'all may call me a homer. She's a homer. She's a homer. PJ, I'm a homer too. I'm a homer too. You're a homer, she's a homer, he's a homer, I'm a homer too. Do y'all get embarrassed? Do y'all get embarrassed when my guy get on national TV? And pick the Bears against the teams that y'all be like, we know we're going to lose, right? <laughs> but what you going to do? What you going to say when they ask you on national TV to make that pick? I'm going to always pick the Bears. I said that every time. <laughs> every game, I'm picking the Bears. Every game, I'm, like, I'm picking the Bears. You're always like, where's the one guy going to pick the fucking Bears? Come on. Come on. Somebody's got to pick the Bears here. Oh, nope. That means we're going to win. <laughs> Adam Rank does it like every other week. That's what I'm talking about, Adam Rank. Yeah. Uh-huh. Adam Rank, every week. He doesn't I'm, care. I know they're going to lose, but I'm Adam, taking my bears. I, and look, you all know. You, you all right? know. Hold on. You all know After Adam Rank Rank will come out. Right? Yeah. After the Adam Rank game, will come out and like say he's the biggest homer of them all. He will totally admit to that. <laughs> yeah. If anybody ever asked Adam Rank, Adam Rank will come out and go, yes, yes, I know. My friends have also acknowledged this. I will have to admit, yes. Hey, hey, Matt, Matt, just just so you know, Misha and PJ already got our Adam Rank cards. We're we're members <laughs> of Homer Club. Yeah, we already. We're, we're waiting for our shirts and our password ring. I'm I'm a I'm a member of the Realist Club. The Optimist Club rejected me. I'm a member of the Realist Club, and like I say, um, I think. I, that, and that's cool. That, that's cool. I like. I have no that's no hatred. Bastard. You're a homer for the team that I love, so I love you. You know what I mean? I lo- I love all y'all. But end of the day, I, I like my expectations. I'm going to keep them a little bit low so that they're 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 achievable. If we are able to exceed those expectations, I'm into like I'm into actually like I I'm I'm not the type of person who like gets excited about shit. I don't get excited. Right. I'm a very cool. Like a Justin Fields type guy. You were like. I'm an even keel guy. I, I am. I'm not. You just like this. If we get if we get past the threshold, that's when I'm going to actually start no, to get excited. I'm, like a, I'm, I'm not Is a Justin Fields type guy. I'm like a Joe Quan Brisker. Me, I'm like. <laughs> every week I'm talking stuff. I might get my butt whooped, but every week I'm talking stuff. 
<laughs> you talking stuff even when you losing, huh? I know I'm losing by I know I'm losing by twenty, but I can lose by thirty. I was stationed in California when Golden State was winning, and and the the Bears was going coming over there and play. I was going to games over there. I was buying tickets when they came over there, and I'm like, go to games with my Bears stuff on. They like the Bears suck. I didn't care. I had my Bears stuff on proud over there on the West Coast. It don't matter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I will represent the Bears wherever I'm at. You know that like that that doesn't go that doesn't change. I I will represent. Absolutely, we travel well. I just have we to have well. a, 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 my team has sort of you know it, it's, it's had a way of punching me in the nuts over the last you know thirty odd years. At this I'm point, sorry. I've become a little bit even kill with it. I love my team. I know we're at that at the pinnacle. Like this is the pinnacle, guys. I Everything has finally started to turn. Well, I think that we you all know, just need to see it happen. You have That's to be all. real. I mean, I guess calm for me. I have to be calm about what how I look at the Bears when I'm actually at the stadium. Now, when you're when I'm in my own house, yeah, I can go crazy, do all these other oh, things. Yeah. But in the you know stadium, I'm not going to talk a lot of noise if we down by thirty, and I'm like, yeah, we down by thirty. But you know what? We're going to be down by 40 in a minute. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what point. game you ever went to that happened. What uh, game you went to that happened? Because that I mean, Cowboy game, I was talking stuff. <laughs> I'm like, heck no, we're going to win this game. I sure <laughs> we, we almost had that game. She Field must have missed running. them 50 burgers from, from, from the Packers a couple of, couple of seasons back. I really surprised about what Justin Fields was doing in those games. Yeah, that first Bears half against not the, to win those games. Against the first half against Dallas, Justin Fields was driving the ball down the field. He kept bringing us back. It felt like we, because we were down by what a lot of points, and he brought us back. And we were, we were. I think we were down by. I feel like it was like twenty-one or something. And all of a sudden, we're right there in the game with him. That's why I thought we were going to win that game too. Like Shay, all the we way. I predicted, I predicted eleven and six last year too, and all the way up until we had one. F- fucking game to lose i was like 11 and 6 is still possible <laughs> we just have to win out it's, it's possible i mean look, i think crazy I think, homers i actually think yeah. we're gonna win, win about 10 or 11 games but you know like i said before at the day the day of the the, the week of that game i'm predicting us to win that game yeah. so we got foster foster got all the memorabilia to, to that effect I gamble. I'm likely betting like the way that like, I will likely be betting on Bears games across the board, with the slight exception of if I look at it and I'm like, mm, this is like a very hard situation for us to win. I may not. But even if the odds are flipped the other way, that's better for me. I, I'm like, I'm betting. I'm betting Bears. If Same y'all want to be a homer and y'all want to bet on something and possibly make some money by the end of the next season. You want to bet on Justin Fields' eye for MVP before the start of the season because it's going to change. Mm. And I guarantee you when he start having them flashes and it be wins instead of losses like it was last year, he's going to get some votes. Mm-hmm. He's going to get some votes. And depending on what our record is, if we end up 11-6 and six or 12-5 and five, like I predicted and he win his first playoff game, you best believe he's gonna get that MVP. You best believe, and he if he have a season like I Hope think so. he's gonna have, 
that's gonna be a bet right there. That's gonna be a real bet that MVP because I think yeah. his odds is like I can't uh, put no money on it though. You said what? I put see, I'm not, I'm a, I'm not a betting person though. See, I don't $50? bet I, I don't bet anything. I, I do can, I, I don't bet nothing. I mean, I don't even bet that the that the postman is gonna come every day. I won't even bet. I won't bet <laughs> nothing. I'm telling you, I just me, I'm you I really bet. don't you, you really distrust your post postal service. No, I there. I just look at it like this. If I can't control it, if it ain't me, I don't know what the next person gonna do. So I can't bet on what the next person gonna do. That's how I look at it. Now if I'm playing, I'm like, oh yeah, I know I can beat this guy. Okay, I can bet on myself. But be betting on someone else, no, I don't bet on no one else. They don't even deliver and the mail every day anymore. Anyways, PJ, I get it about three, four days a week, dude. Swear to God. That's because you're living <laughs> on that uh, secluded <laughs> island where they got a air mail, <laughs> air mail to you, bro. <laughs> in Chicago, dude. I buy old air airport. What the fuck? That ain't secluded. I got too many I people. Said around. The island where they got an air mail it to you. Oh, here is this on territory. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, guys, I, I want I want to get something from each one of you because uh so J2K, you were on the show last week. Shay, you weren't, and Matt, you weren't. Shay, I'm trying to I'm trying to add to the opener where where the you down with BCP or you down with OPP music is playing and I and everyone goes you down with BCP? Can I get you and Matt separately? Uh, can I Shay? Can you give me your like? So I'm gonna play the music, okay? And I want you now. If I do that, I'm gonna hear it. So just give me your best. You down with BCP? Like play the song in your head, right? I know it. Okay, know give it. me your best. Your your best. You down with BPC? Yeah, you know me. You down with BPC? Yeah, no, you BCP. Know me. No, BCP. BCP, that's what I said. No, you said BPC. That was B the best possible answer she could have given. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, this was, this was Shay yeah. down with BCP, take two. Okay. Just one time, though. You down with BCP? Because I'm going to add it to the... You down to with the... BCP? One more time. You down with BCP? No, give me the good one. Like, you down with BCP? Wow. You down with BCP? Yes. All right. That's it. Now That's you, Matt. Your best version. You down with BCP? All right. Perfect. Only on Thursdays, motherfucker. Three Only minutes. Only on Thursdays. Feeling your I'm, line. I'm going to add that to the uh, to the harmonics of that. So I can add two more voices plus the female voice to it. It's going to be awesome. I'll, that's, that should be something I do. Every new person that's on the show, I'll have them add to that. That'd be cool. <laughs> you can get shit to sing this whole song. Go ahead, Shay. Uh, I was trying to remember it with the old school song. Hold on, uh, OPP, uh, right? Right, yeah, yeah. See, I'm from the south side, not the west side. <laughs> <laughs> what you want the opener? Here's, here's the opener. They stole it from the Jackson Five, anyway. That's Jackson Five music. I feel like something like BCP. I can't explain it. Come with some of that. BCP. I like this whole intro because it kind of gives you that good feel good when you first come in. The, uh huh. Oh, I like it. I like thank it. you, man. Or thank you, lady. It's funny because uh, my wife and I were walking around the house going, You down with BCP? Yeah, you know me. You know what BCP? And then Triple R was on the show and he's like, You down with BCP? I was like, Damn, that's 
I'm doing it now. <laughs> it has a nice ring to it. I love, on, it. I love I had to check in with they the They still arguing over the running back run. Uh, you know it's going to be an excellent yeah, they're going crazy back about guys. it. It don't matter. It don't matter. I'm not worried about it. You know what I mean? Right. Not, it's going to be a toss-up. That one's going to be a good one. It don't matter. I'm not worried about it. I, I just hope I just hope Herbert get a chance, uh, a crack at it, man. I think dude's gonna, gonna be a month. Gonna, but I think Roshan's gonna be our guy by game nine. I've said you it think for so? two weeks. Because of his leadership, he can. I think he's gonna be able to do. I, he's gonna be a three-down back. I think. I really do, man. Look, I look think so him. too. He should have been. So every, every, we've, we've. In my opinion, I think we got four or five second-round picks in this draft. You go back and look at it. Go back and look at where these guys were slated. Three to five weeks before the draft. Yeah, and, Pickens. And the way things Dex- works out, I mean, we, we you're right. Always, you're right, Foster. Pickens, always, Dexter, um, Scott, and 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 Roshan probably were just yeah. in and around second round. Could have like, gone in the late second. Worst yeah, case scenario, third. his feet, and he fell to the fourth. Stevenson, that was another person. Yeah, there's another guy. You're right. You're right. Yes. It is five. Don't, yeah. don't forget. Don't forget. Yeah. Hey, and Williams. Williams was Bro, a what? Smith. Six or six. And he wants expected to be. So everybody. Okay, Williams. let's talk about it. Who's Williams? Everybody is so excited by about Stevenson, right? I'm, in, yeah. I'm super excited by Williams, man. Who's Williams? The fifth. The safety. It's like a, he's like the oh, fifth. Oh, Terrell guy. Smith. You mean Terrell Smith? The safety took in the seventh round. Stanford. Seventh round? You think he's a second rounder? No, no, no. I didn't say I think he's a second rounder. Oh. I said um, Stevenson. Everybody's excited about him. Oh, you were talking about the other guy. In our secondary. I think the player that we got as a steal is going to be his. his. Go watch his tape. Go watch his tape. Steve. Nobody's I've seen nobody talk about it. There's a Kendall reason. Williams, right? We got two safeties. Kendall Williams. Yes. Yes. The seventh rounder. Yes. yes. You're right about that. That's that's Homerville Central, and that'd be amazing. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, oh. one thing I noticed, I see people that other people don't see. And Williams, I'm going to say it right now. Y'all going to say, Shay said this a year or two from now. Y'all going to say this a year or two from now. Because, look, I'm going to tell you right now. If Jackson, if Jackson, I know he had a good year last year. I know he had some NOs, and he got back to looking like he was looking. But if Williams ball out, they ain't going to have to pay. I'm telling y'all. Watch and see what I tell y'all. Watch and see. You talking about Watch the safety from Stanford. <laughs> That's it, who she's talking about. It's on tape, so we got it. You talking about the That's safety she, from Stanford? She's talking about the seventh who round we, safety. That's who we got with the two hundred and fifty eighth pick? That's right. That's who you she's speaking of. It's it's okay. It's okay. A second rounder. I think. I'm saying, I think. I'm saying. I think Shorty I'm saying on identified it correctly team, on this defense, given the opportunity 
you're not gonna it's gonna be like if you if you pull one of your starters and you put him in it's gonna be like you're not missing a beat i'm saying he's gonna be that good he's gonna be be better in my mind in my mind than Kyle gordon and we picked him what okay that's it I am making Homerville clips out of this segment right now. What? That is that is actually that is actually a great a great segment of of short clips. Yeah. Just called you know BCP Homerville. No, no, no. Something to that effect. Homerville Central. Homerville Central. I liked it. He's going to be good. Y'all going to be surprised when y'all come to Homerville Central when y'all run this back at the end of the season or the middle of the season. Y'all gonna be like, this Sharon? No, she said this, but she didn't say this. I'm telling you that our seven round pick is gonna be our future starting. And now I don't know if they're gonna put him in the nickel or they're gonna have him as a straight up safety. But I'm telling you, they're they not gonna pay. If he shows he could keep up, I just wanna know. With our second. He's almost Mr. Mr. Irrelevant, by the way. Hey, uh, Shay, Shay, what you drinking over there? <laughs> I was just going to say, marijuana is legal in, in Illinois. I don't right? drink. I don't drink. You, what you smoking over yes. there? Yes, you don't drink like, either. Fuck you all. In, in, in Illinois, right? Like, is that what's up? I'm just messing around. Um, it's also legal in Canada, just to throw that out there. In in, in any event, yeah, I, I don't see. I don't do see. Shit uh, except freeze and have babies. That's oh, the only person I ain't seen nobody talk about, and I'm gonna be the first one to throw it out there. Yeah. Dude, no, gonna be no, a monster, and I can't wait till he show what he got. I can't. I, I, I love it. it. I love it. Very similar to the over my title. She is officially. She. The I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. He's not done, PJ. Man, you match your match. Come on, this yes, is a seven round pick. I ain't got no reason to hype dude up. Yeah, I don't do. like bomb ass players. I'm gonna yeah, keep it honest. I yeah, don't. Do. I don't like bomb players. Yeah, you I'm do. I'm call them out. Yeah, you do. Uh, no, I have no. Reason you have it up a seven round. He's such a homer, man. She's just she's just <laughs> swimming in that potential. Man, she's hyping up a man. God, hey, Williams, Mister Relevant took the Williams. The championship. Watch that boy. Watch that boy. I did. So I'm, I'm gonna. I gotta say some shit here. So if, if by whoa, any whoa, stretch whoa, whoa, of the whoa. imagination, hold did you on. hear what J2K said? What did he say? I haven't <laughs> it. He said he had watched it. Hey, somebody said I'm Trey Trey. Let's go. He's got to be a gunner. If by any stretch. Yeah. Go ahead, J J2K. J2. No, he have to be a gunner. I mean, look, I like him as a special teamer, but he lacks instincts. He's not that big. You know, he's not that fast. I mean, by all means, like, I could be a homer, too. We could all just say it was the greatest draft of all time. But, I mean, we have a 2% chance of success. You said Williams don't have great instinct and what? Speed or size. He wasn't slow. And he's not, he's not small at all. He's fast and he's not big. He's, okay. <laughs> So oh, Tyreek Stevenson, okay, <laughs> let's do the now. So Stevenson is how big? Stevenson? Okay. What's that like cool age you Stevenson. Stevenson's long. He's got long no, arms. No, you said Williams not 
big enough. Now go look at that man. Go look at. Go look again. All right, so let me let me just put you both on pause while you take a look at what the stats three. and, and there you go in the height is. If we're if we have if we're by any means relying on our seventh round pick in the safety position, she's not saying we're lying on. Next, she's just saying he's going to pan out. No, I, but that's, but hold on, hold on, Dad, That's what I'm saying. Guys, if by any means we're in a position, saying he's going to surprise yeah. everybody. I, I, I don't. I don't even want to see the cat. I don't want to see him on the field at all this year. I do. I'm hoping not to. I'm hoping to. <laughs> you want to see the seventh round pick over yes, I do. Eddie Jackson? Yes, I do. I'm going <laughs> to tell you something Jackson? about football players. I'm going to tell you something about football players. No, but it could happen really when Jackson needed. gets hurt again. You draft a player for a reason. I don't want Jackson to get hurt, bro. <laughs> Listen, you draft a player for a reason. What are you guys talking about? Where are we going with this? <laughs> No, no, I'm not saying Eddie Jackson gonna be hurt, but, but how else is he gonna get on the field? How how is Williams are they gonna, gonna pay him? The... Are they gonna extend him? She's saying that Williams is gonna outplay Jackson. No, she's I'm saying, saying that she, I'm she's saying for the future. I'm saying he's gonna he's gonna surprise a lot of people to where the Bears gonna think about paying Jackson. This is what I'm saying. I didn't say he's gonna take Jackson's job necessarily. I'm saying the opportunity is going to be there. How we gonna how, 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 how we gonna Has he gonna get on the field? How we gonna see how he's gonna get the opportunity to ever show it? Is that the question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brixer Jackson. He'll never injured. get on the field unless somebody's injured. We don't want either one of them guys injured. I'm not calling for that. I don't want to see him. I, hear you. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see it at all. Nobody okay, wants the injuries, but look at every season. How many guys were hurt last year? Watch him in the preseason. Watch him in the preseason. I will. I will I will keep a good eye on him in the preseason, <laughs> and I hope for the best. I hope he looks like like Luke freaking Skywalker. Like The last thing I can say, I, I, I don't know. But at the end of the day, I don't I'm really want to see Cal him. In... I'm sorry, Kyle Gordon. I feel better about Williams than Kyle Gordon coming out of. What suggest do we watch of, of Williams in in college? Well, uh, I watched the film that they uh, they did after he was drafted. The highlight. So I watched a lot of Williams games, of course, because he's not in the conference that I watch. There's All right. very little film on him, even. <laughs> no, because uh, a lot of people like to do all twenty-two films. So I watch a lot of YouTube. Watch a lot of sports. So yes, they got film on Tyreek Stevenson and on uh, Williams, and I, I watched a lot it. of their film. And I'm, I'm telling you, if they talking about Tyreek Stevenson a dog, y'all ain't watch Williams film, bro a dog. I'm just saying, bro a dog. I appreciate your enthusiasm, but man, if we see him on the field uh, over <laughs> Kyler Gordon or over Eddie Jackson, or I'm over the second round pick Stevenson, stuff. or over Tyreke Brisker. Stevenson. Or over Jalen Johnson, like I, I don't want, I, I can't, I, I don't want to see him at all. In in my estimation, again, he's just depth. I hope he's awesome depth. I hope nobody gets hurt. Odds are somebody probably will, but even then, he's got a little ways to go. So uh, let's look at just let's hold on, yes. hold on a second. Let's, let's just look at the safety position for a second. Next year, they will be considering what to do with Eddie. I have a feeling that they will not re-sign Eddie unless he takes a uh, a homer deal quote unquote 
Um, you know, if, if that's the case, we're just going to draft another safety or we can go back to the market and pay somebody that we actually want to pay. <laughs> I don't see Williams having anything to do with anything. I, I'm just saying. I, I, I hope okay. to God he is. I, I hope he I is. I hope you're right. Let me get, let, let me get my... Let me get my I'm going to say one thing stand I stand see with him a lot. He do not let his opponent catch the ball, and he hit hard. He man me a Jaquan Bristol. This is okay. Bristol <laughs> Evil Twin going to be on the side of him. And we got <laughs> I, 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 I hope to God that's the case. I'm hope let, me, let me give you my, let me, let me, let me give you my take. Yours, baby. My, my, my take is this. I think Williams has some upside, but he's really raw right now, and I don't see him doing nothing next year. Later on down the line, I'll give you that. It's possible. But for right now, I don't see it in his first year, him doing much other than special teams. That's no, no, my I didn't say he's going to take nobody's job. I didn't say that. I said he's going to be the player that nobody's talked about this whole offseason, and he's going to surprise a lot of people. What's your meaning of surprise? Keep an eye on him. Huh? What's your meaning of surprise? Surprise! I mean, on play, I, I guarantee you, in the in the limited opportunity he has, he have an interception, a forced fumble, and a recovery. In preseason. You got bigger cojones than I got. You know what? You know what? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not rooting for any of my players to be hurt either. I'm not. But I think this guy gonna have an opportunity to show what he got, and I think when he get that opportunity, he gonna show he ain't none to be messed with. Shay, I'm 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 in your I'm in your corner on the homerism on that because when you look at the at the film of that guy, he does hit hard. He does look like he has he fits the hits principle right. He looks like he's gonna come and give it his all. You're right. Once you start adding players like that to this kind of principle system that we have. That's going the, the the cream is going to rise to the crop and right. or to the top. So so, this year, I don't think so. But you might be onto something there in the future. The best thing it's is here. The it's best here thing on is tape. depth because we've never fucking had depth in twenty five years, man. What is his measurables? J two K. He's six foot two oh three. He ran a four four five. Okay. Okay. I mean that's not bad numbers, but he's not. I mean that's not a big guy and. The, the 40 time, I think it it gets easier and easier every year with these guys when they get coached for it. Um, so now it used to be when I was a kid, 4-4, anything in a 4-4 range, you were fast. Right. But now 4-5, I mean, that's like a 4-5, 4-5-5 when I was younger. It's right. not insanely fast. And I don't want to be down on the kid. I just, you know, he transitioned from corner to safety because he yeah. kind of didn't have the man skill, coverage skills. Right not to safety and that's a whole different universe of where he's supposed to be mm-hmm. so he you know he's he's got a lot to learn and a lot to grow and i could see him as depth at safety yes. I really think yes. he's but i'm yeah. not down on elijah hicks who we drafted last year out of cal right you know and he's actually a smaller guy he's like 511 right. right. and so i don't think he's as fast so that he's a guy who has instincts and plays smart Back so, today, I think the great seventh round, like you got someone who's going to make the team, but 
when you start bringing Bo Jack into the conversation, <laughs> <laughs> listen, man, listen, I've seen now Bo Jacks, he did improve, he approved, he's that guy, right? He's that leader for this team, he's one of the he's best yes. I've ever watched. Yes, I love Bo Jackson, but what I'm saying is. Is Ryan Poe's going to play pay him? He's that got two bucks on his contract. What I think Ryan Poe's was doing, he was going, he was getting him value pieces of depth, just in case he, he's not going to extend players or for injuries. Okay. Mm. And one thing I see in Williams. Okay. Now you got to remember. On the on defensive end, you got all these openings, right? Uh, there's a lot of players not coming back in our secondary this year. Uh, Houston Carson, right? Isn't he gone? Yeah, he's, yeah, uh, he's there. So that's really what this kid is. This kid is simply a replacement for the fact that we're not yes. going to resign DHC. He he's got, younger and youthful. That's it. Old. Listen, listen, I've seen a lot of players. We've seen it in NFL history. So y'all telling me there's no seven-round picks that – no seven. there's more seven-round pick Hall of Famers than third-round picks. Let's talk about it. No, and you're, and you're, and you're, not, you're not wrong. All, all I'm saying there is for us to hang our hat on this particular seventh-round pick is just ludicrous when we've got a, a fifth-round pick who's proven in the position. We've got a second-round pick who's pretty well proven himself last year. This guy's simply depth. If he gets on the field and and somehow excels, hey, we're all for it. But like, I I I wouldn't, I wouldn't. That would not be my expectation. That is my my, my expectation for this draft. going in, y'all know how much I love Dieter. He's not going to be a sleeper for me. That is my sleeper going into this season. The seven round pick. Look out for him. Hey, Shay. How he does when he's given little. Or uh, hey, the little opportunity he's given, I want to see what he does with it. I'm going to drink that Kool-Aid with you. Yes, sir. Oh, I thought you were going to say Homer Simpson called and he, and he wanted her back in. in I want to go oh, what, player, what player do y'all guys want to see the most? Like, What player do y'all think is a sleeper this season? Who are we sleeping on this season? Hmm. I would say the DT. The late round DT. Bill? The uh, Travis Bell, Bell, yeah, that would be my sleeper if anybody. Because I even I though I can't Kennesaw, find any damn tape on him, I know Swifty has, but Kennesaw State, did, do they have cameras? <laughs> I'm, just I'm just, I'm just messing around. Do they have internet um, there? I'm, do you have cameras? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm they're just using those around. old eight millimeters from seventies. I'm just <laughs> real, teasing, real. Right? But I, I think, <laughs> I, I think if they saw something special in this kid, and in a similar vein to you, Shay, really, um, you know, you're talking about a kid who's in both cases with Iceland and, and with Williams, they're a fair amount behind the existing roster to the level that I just don't see them getting on the field for, mm -hmm. for those reasons. Not 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 talent-wise. They are, are they talented? Yes. Can they excel and improve? Yes. But again, they've got competition to beat out. In the similar vein is where I see Bell. If Bell's really able to get himself into that rotation and, and get on the field, mm -hmm. that's to me an impressive feat in and of itself. And I hope I, I, I hope I that's agree. the case. You know, I, I hope that's the case because they seem to really like this kid. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. okay. yeah. you know? Personally, personally, 
Brian to answer Cole. you guys, to, to, to answer the question on hand, my sleeper, Bayless Jones. Okay. Mm. Nice. I like it. Let's go around the horn and get we'll, we'll get everybody's sleepers and then we'll wrap no, this up. Who we go sleeper, We're going on four hours here now. I would put. To, you mute it, Foster. Swifty Swift gave you your, your Swifty gave you your props here, Shay. Hey, Shay, seventh you, round status true. Almost twice as many seventh rounds pick, seventh round picks in the Hall of Fame as third rounders. Yep. I agreed with her, Shay, uh, Swifty. I, I totally agreed. But at the same time, we we know what's up with Eddie Jackson. We know what's up with Jaquan Brisker. Unless this guy comes out and balls. We out. know what's up, but 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 what's up though? What's up? But, but, but again, we'll get there. And if and if it's a problem, if you're Ryan Poles, do you sweat that in 2024, no. or do you just no. hold on? Do you sweat it, or do you just not to sweat nobody? Or do you just go draft another safety? Ryan Poles is <laughs> in like... the top in the top in the top ten. You know what I mean? In the top 150 picks. He has the ability to do whatever he needs to next year to replace Eddie Jackson. And that's a major problem for Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson has to perform this year or whatever dollars and cents he could be talking about are simply going to dwindle. So I think Eddie might be the guy who turns around and actually does take a homer deal like out of anybody on this team. I think that guy's actually Eddie Jackson. I think he might take a homer deal because he's a leader on this team at this point. They chose him. He's one of the few guys to stick around from the from the pace era. He might take a homer deal. Well, you say stick around. He was left over. Let's remember yeah. that. He was left well, over. Like, he and was he left over. The captain because he was one of the only vets that was on the team last year. So uh, again, you don't really truly talk about it. I am a they, homer, but I be looking into. Stuff. But they could have cut him just like they cut Khalil Mack. They could Just have cut Eddie way. Jackson, but Eddie Jackson wasn't having a year like uh Eddie Jackson was was proving himself already during the season, unlike uh I agree. Our, our pass rusher, right? I so agree. when they traded our pass rusher, I understood it. Eddie Jackson was consistent last year. Um he was. You know, mm-hmm. better seasons with a team that's not getting pressure. I think he played pretty damn well. But it all comes back to Ryan Poles, right? Yes, he's a leader. Yes, Eddie's a leader. But he was one of the only vets that was left in the secondary last year. So that's a given. This year, it's so much depth. Ryan Poles could literally do what he wants. He could literally do what he wants. So if the money ain't making sense and him and Eddie's not on the same page, I don't see Eddie coming after this year. But this is what I'm saying. Eddie, Eddie, it's up to Eddie to create a negotiable case scenario for himself. He has to actually play football, excel at his position in order to get to come to the negotiating table and say, hey, look what I have done. So I what's a good number? Because you see what they did to David Montgomery. What is a good number for Eddie Jackson what it, to say, I, I, I will stay here for this number? Different, like it, 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 different positions carry different weight from a numbers perspective, as does performance, right? All of those things factor into that negotiation. So when he comes to the table, if he shits the bed next year, it's either, hey, I well know I shat the bed. They're not going to sign me. I'm not going to take a homer deal. I can get a better deal elsewhere. Or I had a medium season and I want to be a Chicago Bear. I'm a leader here. 
I might take a homework deal. He's the only, like, to be honest with you, he's actually the only person on the team, in my opinion, that might take a homework deal. I don't see Cody White here doing it. I see him gone next year. Let's just be real. So, Eddie has um, two more years, right? Say, you are the guy Mercedes Benz coming, too. Eddie has Does two Eddie more. have two? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was really that yeah. long. <clears throat> That's yeah. a huge deal for Eddie. If Eddie can stay healthy this year, he's. So I'll drive a Mercedes Benz. I don't need another in my, in my car before that Mercedes Benz. <laughs> Fucking Red, Retro is the king of our chat. He comes up with the best lines every week. Oh, he's Retro is <laughs> the king of chat. Buy me an EV truck. One, one of them EV, one of them uh, electric you, trucks. You can't, even, you can't even put up half the shit that Retro says in chat. <laughs> He's got a Ford Edge. That's a, that's an R, uh, that's SUV. Just take that one. Give you that. I don't Bullshit. think you want us to know that. Ain't nobody retro. buying me no Benz. I don't. I don't get no Benz. What type of Benz you got? I got a, a C three fifty. Oh, nice, nice, All right, very nice. Two door coupe. I got one Same one. I went oh, from a stick to an automatic because I had a stick and I just oh. got the automatic. Wait a minute. I had a COK. Hold on. Oh, hold on a second here. Shane. What? So I drove this female that can drive a manual transmission. Gotta bow down to this female here. To Chicago from the mountains of Nevada to Chicago. Dude, uh, there there are so few females that I run across that can drive a manual transmission. There are very oh, few males left. There's very few males left that can drive a male train. I, I know one for sure. We're, we're you know that's what happened. Well, I didn't know how to drive a car when I bought it, guys. Yeah, you just to drive it when I bought it. So you got to buy it. Just got it. And did it. I bought it from one of my military buddies, and he taught me how to drive it. I I learned to drive on a 1972 Pinto. With no floorboards and just like a pile of rust, all it had was a four-speed and two seats. Stop playing. You learned to drive that model T. You learned to drive on a horse. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Was, was, was Barney, was Barney Rubble? How did you go from a horse to a manual transmission? <laughs> right. Was Barney Rubble the, the, Giant the driving technology instructor in 1972? Is that how that worked? <laughs> I was sitting beside you. Was it Barney? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sure. Wait, wait. Foster is so old. When he started learning to drive a car, everything was still black and white. <laughs> like the the worst part about that is that just might be true. It might be true. Foster learned how to drive with the Model T. What you talking about? <laughs> Model T? What are you talking about? He was driving horses. Model T, dude. I had a Stanley <laughs> Steamer. That was before the Model T. <laughs> putting the fire in the, putting logs in the car, then driving it two blocks and putting more logs in it. It sucked. You had to crank it up. <laughs> or them, them bicycles you got to climb up. Climb up just to drive. <laughs> oh, guys. Uh, you guys are awesome. I, I want to thank, wait, real quick. I just want to thank Shay for joining us for this 30 thank or 40 minutes. Thank you for having me on. Too this 30 or 40 segment, minute segment that we invited you for turned into three and a half hours. <laughs> I enjoy myself, guys. Homerville, USA. That's right. Homerville Central, folks. Uh, maybe, I'm, 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 that's, I'm getting what? right on that clip. Homerville you Central. Guys, you guys have to uh, finish going around the thing about who's your breakout player. Like, she started. Yeah, you're, Foster, you're, yeah, you're well, right I think. 
we did this we did this like three weeks ago and, and pj when you said bellis i got ticked off because if you remember i said my breakout offensive guy was bellis jones and that uh gordon brisker is going to be a pro bowler or a, a pro, all pro those were my mm-hmm. offense defensive guys if you remember from like five weeks ago i'm with you on bellis homers homers stick together pj homers stick together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dieter and Williams, them my two guys. I'm looking for this season. I'm looking for progress. I want to see what they do, given an opportunity. You said Williams and who? Dieter. And Dieter. Oh, Dieter. Okay. Who you got, uh, Shorty? Um, I, you know, I really do like Dieter as someone that I think could end up becoming a big part of this team this year. So I, I'm going to kind of go with Dieter. Uh, I, I'm going to pick offense and defense. So I'll go with. Uh, I like Dieter on, on offense as someone to look out for as a, a, a diamond in the rough player this year. Defense, I'll go. Um, oh shit! Um, I'm gonna go with the with the with the rookie linebacker that we we drafted from. Was oh. it the? Sewell. Oh, Sewell. Yeah, Sewell. Yeah. I, I think that there's gonna be some special packages for that kid. Hey, do y'all think he's gonna take Sam Warren's spot? Nobody talking about that. I don't think. I think. I think he's gonna play a different spot than Sam Warren. I think he's. They might actually use him as a situational pass rusher. For all we know, I mean, there's so much they could do with that kid. So I'm excited to see what they do with him. Who you got? Who me? Yeah, you. Who you got? Offense and defense. I already said. Offense and defense. Offense and defense. Offense, yeah. uh, Mr. Scott is my is my. It's uh, mm, a good one. My my guy. That that's why I think it's going to sneak in. And I think, like, to be honest with you, I think he's probably the most. You know, I think this actually might happen, and and, and it's just because of of Darnell's injury and how long it might take him to fully recover and get on the field. I think I think Scott's going to get on the field in his role and probably do a little bit of damage quicker than we're 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 ready for but is what it is. Okay. Love it. Defense? Um Mr. Mr. Bell. Bell Travis yeah, Bell. Okay. Mr. I like Bell that. Already. Yeah. All right. Who you got uh, J2K? Um I'm going to go with Jatiri Carter. Oh. The guy who we didn't put him once on the practice squad all year long. Um, we put Doug Kramer on IR, and we lost um, Zach Thomas mm-hmm. uh, off the practice squad. Uh, he's also been working out at the Chicago facility at the entire offseason. So he's been in the building. Uh, from what I hear, they absolutely love him. They actually want to try him out over at center as well. <laughs> but I think he makes backup left guard – and third center, I actually think that it's going to come down to Doug Kramer and Dieter Iceland for the last spot on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And I would be surprised if um, Dieter makes the team. Wow. Okay, wow. So, so my, my question to you real quick, do you how many offensive linemen do you think we're carrying, uh, J.D.K., in your um, scenario? Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I think you uh, got the starters. Right. I think that Patrick is the backup center. I think Jatiri Carter is the backup left guard. Borum's the swing tackle. And maybe Leatherwood. With, what do we Leatherwood. Do with Leatherwood. 
the swing tackle as well. Those two might actually be battling it out in camp. Um, I think there's kind of a little bad attitude with both of them. Mm -hmm. So either, you know, one of them could go that you might say, hey, Borum was pretty good and we cut him. Or Leather was, you know, first round pick and he was so good at Alabama and we cut him. So I'm curious how those two guys come out of the the fold. Um, On defense, I'm going to go with Terrell Smith, the cornerback from Minnesota. He's a little more. That's a great one. Um, Zone coverage. Um, Stevenson is probably like the better athlete, but he was more of a man coverage guy. And granted, we play like man coverage a lot. Zone, you're right. Staying in his own team. But I think Terrell Smith, um, he already showed in rookie mitting camp that he could ball out against Dot, the wide receiver. He shut him down. And the kid's got Moxie. And I think he just he, he, seems like he can slip in pretty early as far as playing time. I, and love I think he's going to wonder, like, why is this, was he a fourth round, fifth round? draft pick um Mm -hmm. is you know playing getting more playing time than the second round draft pick we traded up for so those are my two takes foster let's go with you and then let's i want to hear what you guys in chat have to think who are your offensive and defensive sleepers of the year we'll do foster and kind of did you yeah foster already go okay well let's get let's get let's get chats because i saw that uh i saw doug in here said the 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 kicker that we signed, Smiths, ah, in the rough. Ah. Oh, let me pull that back up, Foster. Doug Van Dorn says his diamond, diamond in the rough. rough. Smiths, yeah. Is that okay. how you pronounce it? Smith. Sure. Smite. 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 I don't even know who that is. Is that an that's, offensive? That's the kicker. That's the kicker that's they the said. Best kicker in college, Shay. That that the UDFA. Yeah, that's kicker be drafted. Yeah, that's that's a kicker. That's not is the reason why we're not going to take gold. Who is yeah. your uh, defensive player, Doug? Yeah, let's hear your defensive player, Doug. Uh, meanwhile, while we're waiting for that, I got chat here now, Foster, to wrap this up. Um, let's see. Somebody else had uh, another good one. Oh, STC said, I'm looking for D'Anthony Jones, undrafted free agent, to make, to make a splash at edge. Hmm. How big is he? Isn't he like I'm, – I'm sorry, let me just not guess. J2K, you know, you know what measure <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know. Privacy contents have been updated. <laughs> <laughs> updated just like a pure pass rusher, though. It's not an edge setter. I have Jones? on me, either. Yeah, I might I might be misremembering, but, but yeah, I thought he, for some reason I thought he was like six foot four, three hundred pounds. I could be wrong, but that's what the, I thought he was. I'm I'm trying to find it really quick. D'Anthony Johnson. Let's see. Jones, Jones, not Johnson. Oh, he got six foot two seventy six, but that's that's not combine. I don't think he was. At the combine, six foot two seventy six. Yeah, that's a little rolling ball, isn't it? Yeah, that that is a little. Uh, the the Darius Mac, about the same size. Yeah, right. Uh, Doug Van Dorn's defensive player is Tyler Smith. 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 
Smith as well. Same, same as you. Then we have Raging Oracle saying, um, Tanyan, offense Tanyan, defense Gibson. Okay. Tanyan's a surprise. Okay. <laughs> Gibson's a surprise. I think Gibson's Gibson... not a surprise because he got a. I, I don't think he will stay. I don't think he will stay on this roster or with this organization if he don't show some this year that he's that guy. Because Cole kept no one else but them dogs out of the old organization. So mm -hmm. he's going to take him down on what you're nobody saying. from the old organization. He just hasn't cut them. He hasn't re-signed any of them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. you absolutely right. Yeah. you absolutely right. You know, I'm very seldom wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Cole Command is going to be first time. He'll, he'll quickly tell you that. I think Cole Command is going to be like the first person that got to get like an extension. I think and the first person. Tell a lot. The next and person to be the first person. Who? The first. The next person to be the first person. He's he's right though. And, and he's, I think and it's going to be Cole though. I think it's going to be Cole. I don't think so at all. Who like you that, think it's like it's an extension on our team? Holy smokes. Like, I, I, I don't think it's going to be Cole. I think he's going to get overlooked because the offense is so much better this year. I'm just being real. No, no, Plus, before season also... start, you don't think they're going to extend him? No. He's a like, spending the money and making sure the money is gone. No, he didn't He didn't draft him. And, like, you, you, you have to remember that nobody so far that – he didn't draft, has gotten an extension. That's really what he just said. Do you think Tanya came in here to replace Cole? Tanya's on the not, contract. No. I'm not saying, thank you. I'm not saying he's here to replace Cole. I'm saying that he might just outplay Cole. And if that happens, I don't see them providing Cole with an extension. I, just, honestly, I honestly believe, well, I can't get a read on polls when it comes to re signing our own players. Because any we of them yet to resign any of our own players. So I don't really know where he he's talked that talk. He talked about Roquan, he talked it about David, he talked it about mm -hmm. these guys that he wanted to resign. It didn't happen. But he hasn't None done it. So I really can't get a real feel on where he's at with that. Right. That's why I say that's gonna be the surprise. His first <laughs> extension. That's right. gonna be the tale of him, what type of guy that he thinks that especially outside of he drafted. Right. You think that person is really valuable. That's going to be the, the I think the, It might be Eddie Jackson, like you said before. No, I think it's going to be Justin Fields. I'll, I'll be straight up on that one. I think he's probably the first guy that he's going to full-on extend. I just don't. What up, Chris? Watts? Down, Chris. We guys, we stayed. We 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 went long enough to for Chris Watts to wake up. We should probably, uh, since since Chris we Watts probably shut this down now that Chris, Chris Watts just woke up, I should probably play his um, his uh, GoFundMe that I set up for Chris to try to get Chris to Chicago this year for a game. That's what we were talking about was what game is Chris oh, Watts that? coming to? Let's let's just play that real quick, man. Come on, GoFundMe Chris Watts a ten dollar donation, a five dollar donation, anything helps. Let's get this. y'all doing that? Let's get this bloke to Chicago, yes. man. One, that's the wrong one.
for anyone that missed that, it's at, it's at the banner on the bottom. If you're listening in audio, that is GoFundMe dot or GoFund.me slash 322A167D. GoFundMe, GoFund.me slash 322A167D. Five bucks. Anything you can you can give. Let's let's try to get this guy from Yorkshire, England to Chicago to see his first Bears game. The first five seconds of that After talking to him now, I don't know if that, that Halo thing should be on there. I don't know. Maybe a little crooked or something? <laughs> He's in Silver Field. That's why the Halo's there. I love Foster. You see, this is why I follow this dude on Twitter. Like this dude on <laughs> that was his nice way of saying that shit. Okay? <laughs> the guy ain't no angel, huh? Foster. I love that shit. He speak his mind too, bro. I'm, oh yeah, that's that's all we do on this show. I've been I've been very polite tonight. Ask the gentleman. The fucking gentleman. You have been on your best behavior. Hey, stay here. Hey. He hasn't spilled eggs all over his laptop today. So far, Foster's in fine form. (laughs) Oh, Shay, you should see some of the dumb things I've done. All right, I got your your video, man. I told you I I got the the first one you sent me, you was giving dude a hard time like Foster. Oh, my God. That's Cliff Victoria. He's in the chat. Was that the meatloaf or was was it the meatloaf one or the Mr. Contentment? No. No. Show you a video of uh, him walking to his house. Yeah, that that was hilarious. Yeah. I just I can't I just I'll never forget. I look up, it's twelve oh four PM and and uh I lost it. I just I was like fuck you guys. going. I just put the meatloaf in the oven. <laughs> Show the video what of walking to his house. I'll be putting out a bunch more once I get some time in. I'm gonna get everybody out there. All you guys are gonna be in trouble when I'm ready. Because I ain't, I ain't gonna look like the only idiot. I mean, I could do that all by myself. I don't need help. But you'll be with me, at least in spirit. I'm just saying. Should have Somebody been said it's only 10 o'clock in Vegas. Yeah, you East Coast mugs. Y'all lucky, man. I used to be on their time and still be on Illinois' time. Lynn, Lynn Hayden here is, um, she, she lived in the town next to me pretty much our whole lives. And then she moved to Vegas, and she started doing a Bears podcast. I started doing this podcast, and then... I found her. I'm like, okay, you've got to come on the show. Then she was nice enough to respond to me and found out she lived the town over from me. I probably made her Italian beefs at my first job. <laughs> and now, and we did a show all, all throughout the season last year. I can't wait to get back to doing a show with you again. Uh, ASAP Lynn, that'll be uh, earlier in the, in the day. That's like a five o'clock, uh, five or six P- uh, Eastern time show. She likes to do it a little bit earlier, and I love I love doing it because we just get it done, get it out. You know, it's she's so much fun. She is a wacky broad. I love her. I'm sure all you guys love her if, if you've seen her yourself. So make sure you check out Lynn Hayden's podcast. Lynn's too. awesome. She doesn't know me. I'm one of those people that watch her from like with no nothing, and I've seen <laughs> some of her solo oh, stuff. And then yeah, and then man. when I saw her with you, oh, man, I was just like. I, I, that's why I asked you. I said, dude, can we get her back on? Yeah. But she probably saw me on the show and said, no fucking way, Shorty. That's exactly what happened, Foster. Yeah, she's like, yeah. fuck that guy. Stalker. <laughs> I'm a, a watcher. She don't know it. Stalker. I'm going to have to go and try to follow a lot of your people, Foster. A lot of your people. I know I follow some of your people already on Twitter. I, I was telling Shorty, I said, I said, don't worry about it, man. Shay trolls everybody. And if there's any assholes out there, she'll just tell us Bro, I'm going to tell y'all this. I'm surprised the Chicago Bears follow me. 
I'm surprised wow. that I'm surprised that certain people follow me because I literally speak my mind. And as a vet who who uh volunteered to serve, you know, I, I don't bite my tongue on nobody. I don't give a damn how people feel. How many years did you serve? Thirteen years. Thirteen years. Army? Yes, sir. I Thank just got out of your service. I just got out uh February 2021. So cool. yeah. what was your uh, last duty station at? Uh in Joliet, actually. Really? Here at North Riverside, uh Joliet. Uh no, not not Joliet, North Riverside. North Riverside. Um I was in Joliet. That was like six years ago. That was before California. So I was stationed in California after that. Came here to North Riverside. Where at in California? Uh, Sierra Army Depot. So I was the NCIC there, and uh, I was so I had I ran the Humvee program where oh. where the Humvees uh, get blown up overseas. Mm -hmm. We'll come. We'll have to. Um, we were remanufacturing the Humvees. I ran a program where we remanufactured the Humvees. Then I had an aviation program, two weapons programs. So, can I ask you a question? Uh, go ahead. My cousin was telling me about this funny, like, video meme, and he's and it said um, the meme was basically uh, what did it say? Um, what they teach you in the army, and they took a a threaded hole and they unscrewed the bolt from the hole, then they welded the hole shut, then they retapped the hole. They they tapped it, re screwed, re tapped the hole, and then put the bolt back in. Is that yeah. is that the army in a nutshell? That's the army in a nutshell. <laughs> hurry up and wait. You know that we call it hurry up and wait. Right? Yeah. right. You will. They will. Literally. They cheap, right? They're cheap. But it's like we do jobs where we re breaking stuff just to fix it. Like, right. It that don't make sense. Like. <laughs> but y'all cheap as hell. We can't get the we can't get the gear with the wheels on it like the Air Force. We gotta carry all our crap. But you gotta we build the wheels more money doing this crap. Like I don't understand. But I love <laughs> the army, man. I love Doug it. says again, thanks so much for your service. I don't think that gets set to vets. Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. One of, the, one, of, one of the best things about the army was getting up at four o'clock in the morning. No. Do it. No, I mean, hear me out. I mean, getting up at four o'clock in the morning, you got you like in your barracks, right? Laying in the bed, sleep, knocked out. And they go over to intercom, say, wake up, get up, whatever they say. And yeah. you get up and be ready in formation by 4.30. And then when that, that commercial back in the day used to be, we do more before 9 a.m. before that than most people do, do all day. That's that was true. very, very true. But they like. Did they get your ass up and got out the door and go go make you? Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, so like We're talking about doing basic, you know, doing your basic training. That's what you go through. But then when you go to your regular job, it's different. But yeah, yeah that's only is... guarantee four hours of sleep in the military. So Bingo. Four hours yeah. of sleep is all you have to get. So they don't care if you on night guard, night duty. They don't care what you did during the day. Four hours of sleep is all you guarantee. So when they say get up. You have to be here at a certain time. They will wake you up out of your sleep. Mm -hmm. It could be a non-emergency. It's a fake emergency. They right. create these drills to see how you yep. function with somebody waking you up and you're not, you right. know, yeah. it's, it's, it's practice drills doing this shit. I, I don't miss it. 
<laughs> but it's made you who you are today though right absolutely i love it i love it yeah. i love yeah. the army i love everything it did for me you know it gave me a different field of you know a lot of people follow me on on, on twitter and they'll think i don't like cops disagree i'm actually one of the people when i go out and i see police officers i'm thank you for your service i'm shaking their hands i'm giving them that love that was given to me as a soldier because I think they need to hear it more. Well, take a look up and say it to the man above you. Oh, That's to God? PJ. Yeah, PJ. <laughs> oh, always. No, always. P PJ is a retired police officer. No, no, no. He usually but, doesn't uh, respond to that name. But no, but like, it's, it's like yeah. for real. Like, uh, I saw this, like, because, uh, like, at my fourth year in the military, I felt this dark cloud to where I felt like, it started getting irritating when people start saying thank you for your service right because yeah. yeah. i was at the point in my career i hadn't did nothing yet and i didn't feel like it was warranted and um right. started uh you know a lot of my battle buddies went into the chicago police and i was going to get in i was going to join and i kind of saw a difference like approach with officers and they just want to be thanked they want to get their respect when they go out into the community that they're thought about their love and their welcome. So mm -hmm. that's something I started doing. You know, me and my family do. If we're out, we see a group of officers, we'll pay for their food or we'll, you know, just go up, tell them thank you for their service if they're not eating or something like that and mm -hmm. shake their hand. That's how I raise my son. So that's just what we do. We just thankful for all those who serve, all responders. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for your service too, PJ. PJ, right, for all, anybody in the military, man, but the, we can't state it enough how we thank them for the service. That's how we're still in this country and living free because of people I will, that volunteer their time. I will agree with Retro, though. Uh, although I was in the Army for seven years, the thing is, I tell any of my friends or relatives. Join the Air Force. Force? Go to the Air Force. Yep. Go to the Air Force. <laughs> go to the Air Force. Air Force. Because you're a real cat. Me. You're a real cat, PJ. You're yeah, a real so. cat. For real. For real. Real talk. I'd be like, nah, you don't want to go to the army. Go to Air Force. I tell everybody, all my friends, family, when their kids want to join, you know what? Because I know I was stationed, I was with a unit that had Air Force support. They got paid more than us. Their barracks are better than ours. Better They're food. Taken care of. We're better food. Their food, everything. Oh, man. Man, that's a shame. You know, I'm telling everyone you. should be treated the same. No. No, no, that's what they do. The military don't work like that, brother. No, I mean, that's how you really separate the different branches because they treat you differently. I mean, Marines got it the worst. I ain't gonna lie, the Marines, they got it the worst. They send them first, man. They got it the worst. They go through stuff that I'd be like, man, y'all go right ahead. Then comes the army, yeah. Then comes like it's a toss up between the Navy and the Air Force. Yeah. See, I don't like being on water, so that's why I tell people just go to the air. Force. All of it's water, Navy, Coast Guard, and Air Force. Those Man. are the ones you have to have the highest IQ, and those are the ones you're gonna have to sit down, kiss my hand. I don't care. Oh, what's your regulations say? Like Air Force, that's the only branch of service that you could be given a demand, like a demand, and refuse, like. What's that? <laughs> like that's not an intel like that's not even a 
intelligent command. I'm not doing that. Like, what? <laughs> that don't work in the army. You do what you right. told. As long as it's not, un- it's, it's, you're not going to die. As long as it's not unsafe or they're not causing you to harm one of your battle buddies, you're going to do it. No question. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, that this has been an excellent show. And it's great to hear some of those stories from you about your time and you, PJ. I didn't realize you were in. Did you say you were in the military? I didn't realize you said that. Oh, you was in the military. What branch? Army. Army, okay. Army for seven years. Wow. Well, guys, you guys are freaking awesome. Another four hour show come and gone like it was a blink of an eye. We could talk till 6 a.m., right, PJ? (laughs) <laughs> what's what's going on? you should be doing this <laughs> in a blink of an eye but seriously um let's let's give it around to everyone that's been sticking out with us in chat i mean doug van dorn walter besky chris watts lynn hayden yeah Literally man retro good job chat good job retro Oh man, Swifty, of course, Swifty. Thanks for all your support. Hey, Raging. Y'all, y'all, y'all uh, invite me back when the season starts now. Don't be no stranger. You're you welcome back it. anytime you want, Shay. You got an open oh, invitation, no. Shay. You just, I'm you a, just I, say, I know I'm gonna contact y'all and say, hey, y'all see that game? Uh-huh. Hey, Shay, but Shay. you just you just tell us when you want to come in and we'll make space. Don't throw me off the show for you. Oh, you're coming in for <laughs> sure that days the, the, the game after Williams' starts. Yeah, there you you're definitely coming along. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, well, that, 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 let's hope that doesn't have to happen because of injury, like you said, though, brother. Let's see now you talking. Now you yeah, talking. yeah, I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. I, I just think right. I, I just want y'all to understand me. I hate when I be misunderstood. I didn't say he coming to take jobs. I said that's the one person I haven't heard anyone talk about, period. And I think. Just look out for him when he's getting the slightest opportunity. I think he's going to be one to watch. Mm-hmm. Honestly, any more power in that secondary is a beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. idea. And you, you should. We should just do like a, a reunion of this after the first game, at the very least. Shay, come on okay. after the first game. Okay. Packers game. Uh, going through chat here. Fucking Cliff. Dylan Prescott, notorious B, uh, TBG. Cliff Victoria, of course, Cliff. Leo Factor. I mean, the chat's just, I, can, I have to go all the way up for everybody that's been in there. But Heart Foundation. I mean, you guys are yeah, what? Heart Foundation's doing it big today. Walter Vasky, Raging Oracle, Reto Music Network. Raging Oracle was doing John it Pierre. big hmm Who else uh, we have in there? There was a couple of new guys in here. John uh, Van Dorn. John Pierre was new. Uh other new ones. He's gonna be stalking her. <laughs> Walter Besky. Walter Besky. Thank you guys. I mean, seriously, this is you guys are what makes this go around. Mr. Mayhem. You want to eat Leo Factor, Mr. Mayhem. Any Our of foundation. you any of you who would like to be a part of this show, please email us at bearscountrypodcast at gmail.com and you can be a part of the show. Get out of chat and come talk to us. We'd love to have you on. And uh, in the meantime, until next week, make sure that you please like and subscribe. Such notifications will be here every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And until 
next week, guys. One, two, three. Bears. 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 We'll see you guys next Thursday. Good night. Stay safe, everyone. Sorry we didn't get to the questions. Good night. As Mammy would say, peace out.